the Strand Gamers Local Edition present the Call of Cthulhu Introductory Adventure, The Edge of Darkness, for mature audiences only. Okay. Oh, wait. I- I'm dicing garlic. Yes. Why are you dicing garlic? Is that like a And why are you dicing yes. fictional garlic? <laughs> <laughs> because the to- game told me to. Do I need to take the iPhone away? No, no, we haven't started yet. I'm starting right now. We're recording. Okay, then we're starting. This is captured for posterity now. Excellent. Okay. We are doing a Call of Cthulhu one-shot because we don't have Erin tonight because of her crazy priorities of working instead of playing Serpent Skull. God, what's wrong with her? So we are playing The Edge of Darkness out of the Call of Cthulhu 6th edition handbook. Uh... I am going to read a little introduction for you guys. It is October 11th, 1928. A typical autumn day in Arkham, Massachusetts, home of the world-famous Miskatonic University. The nation is abuzz with talk of politics. The decision of President Coolidge not to seek re-election has paved the way for two new challengers. I'm glad they're paying attention to garlic bread instead of anything I'm doing. I'm listening! I'm listening! Democratic Governor Al Smith is the favorite in Massachusetts, but his anti-prohibition stance and Roman Catholic faith have made him unpopular with the rest of the country. Stupid Roman Catholics. Uh, Guilt. On this particular Thursday, you've been called to St. Mary's Hospital by your friend, Professor Rupert Merriweather. Although why he has summoned you to his sick bed, he would not say. So, if you guys like, you can introduce your characters. My name is Ryan Tateoni. I'm a heavy set, unathletic accountant. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And I uh, try to get out of work whenever I can, but. I like to make money, so I'm working for the mob. <laughs> and you are also apparently Professor Merriweather's accountant? Yes, that's correct. I'm his accountant. You also might want to introduce yourself. Oh, I'm John. I play uh, Barbarian in our other usual game, Spider Skull Island. Spider Skull That's from Venture Brothers. That's right. Oh, Spider. So it is. It's from Venture Brothers. Yeah, I had a long day at work today, so sorry if I'm not terribly coherent. Souls for Smuggler Shiv in uh, Serpent Skull. That's right. Serpent Skull. Spider Skull (laughs) Island is Venture Brothers. Yes, it is. Awesome. Oh, boy. Venture Brothers, apparently. I play Brock Sampson. (laughs) Yeah, no. You're an accountant. Mm -hmm. Accountant, John. Yes, that's the opposite of Brock Sampson. Uh, I'm Chris. Mm-hmm. I DM the Serpent Skull game. I am playing Sigmund Francis. He is a professor at Miskaton University, Miskatonic, uh, a colleague of our professor whose name I don't remember at all in any way, um, who is also into martial arts, um, sword fighting, and big game hunting, as well as speaking numerous languages and being a professor of law and medicine. I rolled well on my skills. <laughs> um, well, I'm Georgie. I play the druid in the <coughs> Serpent Skull Island. Spider Skull. <laughs> I almost said that. 
we did. It was so close. <laughs> and for this, I am playing Sarah, who refuses to give her last name because they might track her down and find her. She is. <laughs> she is the drifter, um, who sort of hangs out with the more violent sort. And being a woman, she has gotten quite proficient with handguns. And she has. She is the a cousin, a younger cousin of the professor. And she just flew into town recently. Okay, I am Nick. I play Yvonne in uh, Serpent Skull Island. Uh, <laughs> I am... That is the new name of the campaign. <laughs> I am uh, the DM of Kingmaker, and I am running this. And I'm going to see how many I can drive mad and kill. My guess? All of them. I don't think that'll be terribly difficult if you put your mind to it. Yes. Nope. System is kind of designed to do that. What are you talking about? You have eleven whole hit points. <laughs> yeah. What's your starting sand? Forty-five, actually. You're That's great. Not bad, yeah. Yeah. Those you won't do. go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the one who has ninety-nine uh, percent in handguns has a thirty-five. Yeah. Sanity. You know, all, all, all you have to do to uh, you know drive us mad and kill us is pull out the great old one. Yes. You know my favorite thing. The more sand you lose, the more likely you are to lose sand in the future. Really? Yes. Losers keep losing. (laughs) Well, the great old one is sitting on the table right now. Yes. We also have plushy Cthulhu staring me down from the opposite (laughs) end of the table. He is is judging you. Yes. (laughs) He will be very disappointed if I don't kill you all. Mm -hmm. And seeing as he sleeps in our bed... Okay. I didn't need to know that. Is <laughs> your cuddle plushie? Is that what you're calling I'm done. Okay, we can carry on then. Everybody's serious. We're all about to die. We're not serious. Are we ever serious? Mm-hmm. You know, I once ran a game of Vampire, and it turned accidentally into a comedy game. <laughs> Don't ask me how, but it happened. I got a reputation to maintain. I was just praised for how mean I am to them in Kingmaker. Yeah, so this is going to be pretty bad. They didn't didn't hear my Legacy of Fire game. (laughs) Well, that was you being nice and we die all the time. We're just idiots. We kill ourselves. (laughs) And I'm sure a serpent skull will The rogue survived the whole time. By running from every fight. She can't help that she was smarter than everyone else. That's true. So, Call of Cthulhu. Yes. You have all been summoned by various means, telephone, telegraph, or personal courier, to St. Mary's Hospital in Arkham. On this Thursday afternoon at 1 o'clock, you are supposed to come and meet Professor Rupert Merriweather, an elderly gentleman fast succumbing to cancer. And you all have a personal relation with him. So, it's Thursday at 1 o'clock. Are you keeping your appointment? Or is this going to be an extremely short session? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Just John. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I am missing a class. The dean is unhappy with me. But the Winston is on your lap. It's true. This will not last long. He will flee at the first opportunity. Sarah? That's their cat, by the way. Okay. Yes. I'm pretty sure if I said no, you'd be like making a character. 
and then I'd have to pause the recording, <laughs> and you guys would take another hour to make Call of Cthulhu characters. It's yeah. like a ten minute job. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. We, we didn't even buy all this stuff, and it took us an hour. <laughs> okay. We just suck. Just... You guys all arrive at the hospital. You okay. don't recognize each other. Uh, you don't know that you're all here to see the same man, but you share an elevator up. It's the elevator operator brings you up to the third floor. Mm-hmm. And when you all ask to be directed, he, re- you, I assume, realize that you're all here to see the same man. And he points you down the hall to the private room of Rupert Merriweather. Okay. Um, start walking down there. Yeah. I'd look askance at the drifter. <clears throat> who is, for some reason, coming to see your friend and colleague. <laughs> yep. So, walking yes. along. Walk Hello. Along. Well, you're yes. waddling along. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you're scuttling along. The door is open, uh, and inside you can see your friend Rupert looking gaunt and weak, laying in a hospital bed. At his side are... Uh, his 62-year-old wife, who's obviously been crying nonstop for days. And sitting in a seat by the bed is a a young man, well, youngish, around 33, who has a, a face like a weasel and is just wearing a sneer on his face and looks up to see you guys. And, yes, you would... Sarah would definitely recognize... Uh, his wife Agnes and his son Bertrand. His hey, son, Aggie. Eh? Hey, Bertie. Rupert, you old dog. You look terrible. Are they not allowing you brandy and cigars? As much as I can take. But, you know, the lung cancer and all. I, the cigars make me feel better, but I don't know. I just seem to get weaker every day. I simply don't trust those doctor types. They obviously weren't trained by me. Yes. What I'd give to have some of your students tending to me. You can arrange that. <laughs> I don't think it'll make a difference. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd like to come in, please? Yes, yes, yes of course, of course. Yes, yes. Thank you all for coming. Yeah. You know, this is rather unorthodox. Oh, of course. Oh. Um, some of you have met my wife, Agnes. Hello, oh, Agnes. Uh, yeah. Good to see you again. She sort of lets out a, a mumbled hello and dabs her eyes. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my charming son, Bertrand, mm-hmm. sort of gives you guys a, a sneer and a half nod. <laughs> Always hated you. Hello, Bertrand. Good to meet you. Oh, I suppose I should introduce you to each other. Uh, this is... Ryan, uh, he is my accountant, and I called him here because, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, Agnes, Bertrand, could you please leave me alone for a moment? <laughs> oh, and uh, shut the door. They so shuffle out. Bertrand does not seem happy. He slams the door behind him. Of course not. Daddy's about to give us his inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
That's why we're here. Right? Yes. Did you need some more help with your will? Uh, <laughs> no, that's... It's all going to me, right? I hate to that would be my job. I have the law still. So do I. I have uh, worked out a new will, in fact. Oh. Sorry to go behind your right. back, but since you were in it, I thought it would be better to not oh. be personal. Fair enough. Ryan, I called you here because you know how to keep a secret. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> Sigmund, I needed a man of knowledge on this particular quest. Excellent. I am your man. Sarah, you are the black sheep of the family. But from your checkered past, I think you may have skills invaluable to this particular pursuit. What I'm about to tell you cannot leave this room. Are we clear on that? You must keep it amongst the four of us. I think to myself, two can keep a secret if one of them is dead. (laughs) No, get the stomach spread. I will do my best to, you know, work towards the best interest of my client. You are going to think me crazy, but I must say this, and I implore you to take me at my word. When I was a young man in college, I had a fascination with the occult. In fact, I formed part of a society at the university, led by a another man named Marion Allen. We bought an old farmhouse out on Ross's Corners. Mm. You know we've been upkeeping that for a long time, and I would never tell you why. Well, now you get to find out. Hmm. We did something terrible there. We were just playing with forces we didn't understand. But we summoned Cypress. Not of this world. <laughs> and continue. <laughs> and we managed to bind it within the house, but the incantations we used hold as only as long as the members of the society live. And I am the last. So I implore you. You need to undo my mistakes. He gestures weakly towards an innocuous-looking metal box on the nightstand beside the bed. Take the box. All the aid I can offer you lies within. You must find a way to send that thing back where it came from. You must see this done. Do this for me. So why didn't you do it when you were, you know, young and able to? I cannot apologize enough for the things I've done, but I'm too old now, and I need someone to do this. Excuse my raised eyebrows, Rupert, but the occult? Demons? I mean, if this were something I were reading in one of my wife's novels, I would simply throw the thing across the room. How do you expect me to believe this? I understand your skepticism. I was once like you. It was a game, you know, a student's pastime. 
but I assure you that it is very real. And if you do this errand for me, you will be convinced of the same. Hmm. Well, for my friendship and long years I've spent studying under you, I will look into this. Thank you, my friend. This is a very unusual request, but I suppose I must look after the interests of my client. I'm in. And Sarah, uh, he, he starts to choke and then he just coughs up a mouthful of blood. And his body starts to spasm. I, I yeah. offer my doctoral aid. I'm pretty sure okay. he's dying. I go now. get a nurse. I'm no doctor, but... I that? pick up the nearby stethoscope. Okay, yeah, roll your first aid or medicine, whatever you have. I rush from the room and get a nurse. So I get eight. Okay. My medicine is 70. Okay, well, if you want to roll below your skill, and <laughs> if that would qualify as uh, an impale, which is you come in below a fifth of your skill. So you do a great job, but you determine that his lungs are rapidly filling with blood. Well, obviously we need a shunt. And he is clearly dying within at least a few days, or at most a few days, rather. So yes, you grab a shunt. I I take out (laughs) my uh, tobacco scraper knife and pierce the lung to drain it. Okay, and you go off running for a nurse. Yeah. Yes, you call a nurse. Uh, because that's a, a team of doctors and nurses uh, start to trickle in. Uh, Agnes and Bertrand run in <coughs> by his side. Uh, the blood's draining out, and he bids you take the box. Oh! I'll pick up the box. Mm. <laughs> I will let the doctors do their obviously poor job. Yeah. Alright. Um I suppose we should okay. exchange contact information. Yes. And you could all roll me a sanity for watching your friend die agonizingly in front of you. Wait, wait, but how, I see this happen all the time. How do we roll yeah, sanity? You're, you're a doctor, I'm gonna say you you don't yeah, basically we roll? Roll against your current sanity. You want to get equal to it or lower. Okay. Equal to or lower. No. Okay. Woo! Lower! Okay. If you succeed, you do not lose any sanity. If you fail, you lose one. Okay. So, I reduce both numbers. My sanity points. Keep that sanity score the same, but release lower your other sanity. Okay. Do I go insane yet? <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Not quite. I can't start killing everybody now. I, I think it's time to ignore Winston have brownies. <laughs> what do you guys say? Okay, we should probably feed Winston and have brownies. <laughs> oh well. He will not stop until he is back. <laughs> well, but he's being friendly. Yeah, that's thought, really the only time. He's... I thought that was the goal here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to starve him so that he's friendly constantly. Yes, but then he does it all night. He yeah, just... he'll like pace up around the bed mm, on top yes. of us and just headbutt you in the eye. Like, <laughs> listen to that purr. <laughs> he looks 
was kind of terrified right there. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he? Yes. He loves my iPad. I got a cat toy app on it. <laughs> and it's like spiders right across it and moths, and he just taps it and it reacts to the touch. Oh, wow. Awesome. The, with yes. the mouse part, he only likes the sounds that come from it. Hmm. Yeah, it is a brilliant use of expensive technology with cat toy. (laughs) Anyway, feeding the cat and ourselves. I give them my telephone number of 583. (laughs) Sorry, I don't have one of those. I think they're actually five digits long at this point. I don't actually have a reference for that, but that's what I seem to remember. Okay, yes. I looked up a bunch of stuff from 1928, but I did not think of how many digits telephone numbers are. <laughs> okay. It did have the first Mickey Mouse cartoon. Huh. I provide my office number. Okay. Which is probably calling the university and then asking the operator to put you through on the switchboard. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I probably don't have an office phone, actually. Yeah, maybe your department has a phone. Right, the department has a phone. I get my phone number. And they put you through on the switchboard, okay, and then someone, the secretary, comes and finds you. <laughs> oh, calling long distance at this point was the best. Because you would call in, tell them where you want to call, and then it would take like 40 minutes for them to put a connection through, and they would call you back huh. when you could actually talk. And then the person isn't home. Yeah, of course. You're being a sweetie. Would anybody else like a brownie? I would like a brownie. Sure. Yes, please. Hey, I made those brownies. I appreciate it. Dom, Dom. Yes, please. Okay. So you guys walk out of the room and start exchanging your contact information. Mm -hmm. Who is keeping the box? Well, I keep it. I actually suggest we open the box. Just keep it in the family. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Sounds fair. Do you really think we should open it in such a public place? Are there markings or anything on the box that I can see? No, it's just like a, a metal storage box. Oh, okay. It doesn't look old and, you know, spooky. It's a collection. Yeah, that's right. Some stains, the lid's all sticky. <laughs> I'm glad we've properly captured the tone here. <laughs> You, you realize who you invited to the game, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. No, it's, That's me classing up the joint. It's a metal box that you could get at any department wait, wait, store. Wait, wait, who's the Harpy Rapist? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get raped by Cthulhu. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, is, I, I'm okay this is a one-upsmanship here. <laughs> Thank you. Mmm, brownies. Can I make them make them too long? No, um, they could have used a oh. better grease pan. Yeah. Okay. They are super tasty. So Okay, so brandy power hour. Okay. Thank you. Can you get me a glass of milk too? Because I can't really move. No, you just want to use your power to DM. <laughs> You're gonna die anyway. <laughs> it's called Cthulhu. Are you... Yes, but am I going to be the one that goes insane and kills everyone? That's my goal. Maybe. What's your starting sanity? 35? Yes. And I have to get out of 99. 
second gun. That's terrible. You know, my starting sanity is lower than that. I'm at 30. Wow, so I had the highest sanity, and I was the only one to lose sanity? Nice. Well, right you're going to be on an even playing field. Yeah. Oh, wait, you still have the highest sanity. Don't worry. Let's see. Does anyone else want milk? We can get up. What? I'll have some. I just want to hurry up and get a mental disorder. <laughs> I can oblige. Okay. Gonna time to go home and do some money laundering. I think. Okay. Well, you guys are gonna need to talk about this because it seems like some of you want to go separate ways, and one of you wants to open the box. Well. I believe we should all get together, possibly, uh, for breakfast tomorrow or dinner later this evening, and we can open it then. Get our affairs in order and prepare for such an endeavor. I'm very curious as to what uh, endeavor this is. Hmm? Um, perhaps somebody of better means should uh, take care of this item. Better to keep it in the family. How, how to put this uh, delicately to not defend your female sensibilities? I am giving him a dirty look. Perhaps something of a someone of a stronger persuasion should be the protector of this. Should we have a duel? <laughs> <laughs> Suppose we are in the right place. They do have the facilities to care for whichever one of you should be harmed. Oh, him. <laughs> yeah. well, well, you challenged him, so he gets to pick weapons. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking he's elephant going for rifles. swords. <laughs> <laughs> no, elephant rifles. Yeah, it's elephant rifles. Nice. Oh. If that's how you feel about it, perhaps we should... Go to another location now and see what's in it. Very well. I take out my cell phone and call my next appointment. <laughs> Tell them I'll be late. That's how that works, right? You pay a boy two bits to go okay. run to your office and tell your secretary. My cell phone is Thomas. Yes. Oh, I thought I okay. thought you had like a bunch of carrier pigeons and a little satchel. <laughs> That would work too, right? <laughs> Just pigeons like fluttering around against my hip all day. Oh, I have a message. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he gave me a message. Right. <laughs> they start going crazy. Oh, it's a text. You <laughs> can't see the expression on Nick's face, but it's priceless. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Pressing forward. <laughs> Always forward. I uh, I offer the use of my office at the university as a private study locale. Okay. The hospital is adjacent to the university, so excellent. 
probably a learning hospital. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Mm-hmm. Seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Start helping it when we get there. Well, you are a junior professor, so you have a cramped and cluttered office, the worst one in the department. Excellent. The three of you just climb Wedge in. in. Yeah, you have to push the desk against the wall. For the third person. <laughs> well, I'm kind of half in the door. <laughs> Your butt's sticking out. Yeah. I-, I need room for at least a student in. Mm-hmm. Right. What's in the box? I open it. Okay. Inside the box, you find a, a yellow... A sanity check. I'm sorry, <laughs> I continue. <laughs> Not yet. A yellowed envelope. Can I look in there? A sarcophagus-shaped gold box of ancient design. Hmm. And ringed along, along the outside of the lid are what appear to be some sort of hieroglyphs. So who took ancient Egypt? Or ancient Egyptian. It's Italian, right? Yeah, no one picks the right language for this thing. Oh, of course not. Well, it no. did make sense for me to know ancient languages. Yeah. I'm a drifter that's also an archaeologist. Yeah. Well, Egyptian is still a language. Although, hieroglyphs would be a different <laughs> language than Egyptian, but it says a successful Egyptian role. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Maybe history Egyptian? None of you can read it. Uh, ancient Egyptian? Mm-hmm. Let's take it back to the hospital yeah. and see if the guy who's dying in the bed can read it. Anyone who wants to can attempt to roll me a history or an archaeology check. Sure. Let's see. Let's go. Let's go history. Yeah, no. Let's go history. <laughs> no one's succeeded. They're weird hieroglyphs. You have no idea what language they're in. They're just weird symbols. Uh, okay. I set that aside and make a mental note that we can take that over to the uh, archaeology department. Fair enough. Uh, yes, there's the yellowed envelope, the sarcophagus-shaped gold box, and a slim journal bound in, le- in leather. I'm very interested in the journal. Envelope first. It's easier and quicker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very well. I'll put the envelope. Okay. Inside you find a folded piece of paper unfolding it, you discover is a deed to a farm near Ross's Corners, and Mm -hmm. there is a key in the envelope. I'll stick that in my pocket. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) My character is displeased by this action. (laughs) So is mine. Okay. So, the journal. Yes. Who is reading the journal? If you are reading I it. I will. Hmm. Okay. I guess that leaves me with the box. A oh, coffin. Oh, the little sarcophagus box? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll deal with that first because it's easier. <laughs> we'll never know the contents of the journal. I'm tempted to have my character tell the drifter to be a nice girl and run over to the other department and get this translated for me. You know what she's gonna do? Flip you off. Okay. <laughs> Your innate box opens easily, but is empty. 
There are carved symbols on the inside of the lid that are distinctly different from the ones on the outside. Hmm. They don't even appear to be the same language. The only thing better is you could slap her butt as Older? she goes to go out. <laughs> yep. Older, you, perhaps? You have no idea. You don't know what language either one is. Yeah. Unless you want to make me an occult skill roll. Sure. Totally. You can't do that. I'm reading it. Yeah. I got a 100. You're pretty sure that's Yiddish? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. 11 no times idea. my score. Yeah, that's a failure. <laughs> 10 times? Maybe. 11? No. <laughs> yeah. Not a chance. Okay. There's no degrees for failure <laughs> like there are for success. In, unless 100 uh, is actually uh, zero. Uh... No, no. Are you sure? Okay. There are botch rules it's, for ninety six and above. It's, okay. all, it's all zeros. That's an automatic success, right? Yeah. No, that's no. an automatic failure. That's that's your gun explodes in your hand, or if you're first dating someone, you accidentally pull their esophagus out, or and then wrap it around their neck and tie yeah. it to a tree. It's a tourniquet. <laughs> Reading the journal. Okay. The journal entries begin. I can't compete with brownies. <laughs> they are delicious brownies. It's like a group of kindergartners. I mean, honestly. They have chocolate chunks in them. Dude, they were delicious. Mom, he came on my side. <laughs> Mom, he's taking my milk. Yep. He did, too. It's not fair. <laughs> There's more milk and brownies. You don't have to steal it. But that's but, not as much fun. But the calories don't count if they're on someone else's that's plate. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Reading the journal. Uh, the entries begin dated from June 1881. And going through the whole thing, uh, it tells about a group of friends playfully calling themselves the Dark Brotherhood, held their first meeting in the early spring of uh, 1880. I roll my eyes. Yes. Uh, Rupert Merriweather, your friend, became the recording secretary. The, num- the members numbered six, including Marion Allen, the founder and their nominal leader. In June of 1881, they purchased an old farmhouse outside Ross's Corners a place where they could conduct their experiments in privacy. Representing themselves as a student literary fraternity. You have a sick mind, Chris. I, I do! <laughs> they cleaned and furnished the place while Marion Allen carved special warding signs over the wooden doors and windows. At the time, the others were amused at such precautions. A series of experiments, innocent and apparently ineffective, attempts to contact the spirit world are then detailed. Wow, well, I'm the black sheep of the family. <laughs> are you reading this out loud? Not out loud. Okay. I mean, this seems like a significant amount of information. Anyway. Yeah, this has taken you a couple hours to go through. Oh, so then, yeah, what... It, I go over to the archaeology department and try and get my thing analyzed. Okay. While he's doing that. Uh, you can finish up with him if you yeah, want. Just make to, me a persuade roll to try and get someone to help you. Now for okay. me, I could just show my cleavage, right? 
Your dirty, dirty drifter cleavage. <laughs> uh, that's so eight. Yeah, eight, and my skill is fifty. Okay, yes, that's a success. Now let's see how he does translating it. Zero one. Wow, we're on a roll. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I can read this. The outside or the inside? Ah. Uh, the outside. It is mm-hmm. Egyptian from the Middle Kingdom. The inside I, I have never seen before. It's hmm. not any language I recognize. Hmm. How interesting. And he writes you out a translation. You can read that out yeah. if you like. Seeker of wisdom, servant. Uh, these in parentheses. Um, yes. Does this mean servant or son? Yes, the, the word is ambiguous when translated. So it can mean either of those things. Servant son of Yurg or Yog Sefeth, deliverer of the people, slaves of the water, bearer of the spirits of Naloth Hotep, child of Thoth, seeker of wisdom. Hmm. Do you have any idea what these names mean? Uh, not a clue. I assume they reference some sort of god or supernatural entity. Mm-hmm. But I'm not familiar with them. Hmm. Yes. Point of clarification, how are hieroglyphics translated if he doesn't know what the names mean? You can you can actually translate hieroglyphs phonetically. Can you answer programs? I've heard. Then how do they get the names out of any of them? They used the Rosetta Stone. Yeah, they translate it to what was it in Greek? Yeah. Or something. Hmm, okay. Okay. Egyptian is a completely pictographic language. There is no phonetic spelling. Okay. Hmm. Just I was under the impression that there was. You may have a corollary in a different language, but still not know what they reference or who these people are. Sure. But there are plenty of names we know in history that are not properly connected <coughs> to any deeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, continuing on in the journal. An entry dated February of 1882 notes Marion Allen's acquisition of an artifact, reportedly Egyptian, described as a small sarcophagus of gold with a hinged lid. Inside was a large piece of amber entrapping a specimen of some unknown species of arthropod. Allen is excited. The book corresponds to a description he found in an ordinary reference volume in the Miskatonic University Library. Allen says that uh, in another book, a thick Latin tome titled Divermis Mysterious uh, is an explanation of some recorded powers of the box. The small animal trapped in the amber is said to contain a friendly spirit and guide to the spirit world. A date is set to conduct a ceremony intended to summon the spirit creature, a Saturday night in the middle of March. And here is the entry from that date. Yours is bigger than mine. Aren't you glad you got the other one, huh? Yeah. (laughs) March, 1882. We begin the ceremony as Marion instructed, according to that described in his book, De Vermis Mysterius. A fire is set in the fireplace and a pentagram chalked on the floor, marked with the appropriate symbols and illuminated by 
two black tapers placed near the center flanking the piece of amber with its entrapped spirit. The editor needs to comma there. The others sit in a circle while I, the designated watcher, who guards for malevolent spirits, sit in the far corner of the room. Marion throws a handful of powder in the fire, producing an evil-smelling smoke and dampening the flames, which now burn a sputtering green and brown. Those seated begin the Latin chant Marion Allen has transcribed from his book. After nearly two hours, I see a trail of smoke circling up from the piece of amber. The, its surface seems to be bubbling, melting. Could this be it? Have we finally achieved success? I can see a form. It is the following day. We have finished with our plans and have sworn a pact to never speak of what happened last night. We have satisfactorily explained the death of Robert, and in some manner the mur in some manner the madness of Harold. The sheriff accepts the explanation of a carriage accident. We planned it well. Robert's neck was broken in the fall, we told him. Harold struck his head on a rock when the horse's leg broke and the carriage rolled. Would it be that it was only that? For the rest of us, we will be forever changed by what we experienced last night. The thing formed in the center of a pentagram, shapeless, nearly invisible. Its terrible voice should have given us a clue, but we were foolish. It spoke, then Marion cast that damned powder on the spirit. The dust of Ibu Gazi, he calls it, and that's what we could see it, and that's when we could see it. Words cannot describe the faceless thing with a thousand maws. It roiled and bubbled, never fully revealing itself. So terrifying, with a capital T, was its aspect that I sat as though frozen onto the floor, the pen falling from my nerveless fingers. Cecil and Marion seemed as lifeless as I, while a short, sharp cry issued from Crawford's mouth. Robert, however, rose to his feet, and before anyone could stop him, stepped forward as though, into, as though to embrace our horrible guest. With its arms, or those appendages that seemed most like arms, it took hold of poor Robert and twisted his head around as though it was a doll's head. The lifeless corpse was then thrown back in Harold's lap, and that's when he began the damnable shrieking, the shrieking that hadn't stopped even after we handed him over to the sheriff's men. We still had a chance, apparently. Marion now believes that if we kept our wits, we could have re reversed the chant and eventually forced the creature to wherever it came from. But Crawford panicked and, mistakenly believing that it would dispel the creature, reached forward and destroyed part of the pentagram, breaking its effectiveness. Released from that binding symbol, the thing, with a screech that could only have been unholy satisfaction, fled the house, disappearing out the window as a roaring, screaming wind of boiling colors. Marion believes that the thing could still be destroyed, or at least dispelled, but none of us who remain have stomach for such an undertaking. It is believed that the spell we cast inextricably binds the thing to the house, and it is true that when we went back a few days later to retrieve our things, we heard it bumping about in the attic over our heads. The warding sign, so cheerfully carved by Marion Allen during better times, times that seemed long ago, apparently are effective and bar the thing entry except in the attic of the house. You could pull out to that if you want. The next entries are the names of those belonging to the Dark Brotherhood, followed by a date, all by the same hand, but in various inks. 
Robert Menken, March, 1882. Harold Copley, August, 1882. Marion Allen, August, 1883. Crawford Harris, January, 1915. Cecil Jones, March, 1924. Rupert Merriweather, no date. He's not dead yet. I, uh, been in this month and year. Okay. October 1928. Is that what we are? I'm pretty sure we are. October. Excellent. He's not actually dead yet, as far as you know. But Well, yeah. it's like I'm fairly sure. It's going to be awkward <laughs> if he pulls through. Is it late October? <laughs> no, you no, can't have October. your diary back. Well, it's you October 11th. <laughs> okay, Woo! October 1928. Okay. <laughs> uh... I did really well on that medicine check. Mm-hmm. Next to the uh, entry for Marion Allen is pasted a small newspaper clipping. And Georgiana can read this just to spread it around a little bit. A murder at the docks. New Orleans. The body of Mr. Marion Allen, late of Arkham, Massachusetts, was discovered early this morning near the Gulf and Panama docks. A victim of foul play, the man was identified by local witnesses who said that Mr. Allen had been seen in the local, in the locale the evening before. Although the robbery was the apparent motive, police report that the victim's tongue had been cut out. Marion Allen had reportedly gone to the police earlier this week, claiming that he was being followed and that he feared for his life. He said his shadowy Pursuers were after an Egyptian artifact which he no longer possessed. Hmm. Okay, and just to complete the information dump, the last entry. Uh, it is written in noticeably weaker hand, and the ink is quite fresh. Hmm. Okay. Final journal entry. Is that what it is? Okay. I gravely fear that which I and my colleagues have loosed upon this countryside. Nothing of consequence has yet taken place, but with my death the bonds will be broken, and the thing then freed to come and go as it pleases. Lives and souls not yet taken already lie heavy on my conscience. The method of delivering the thing out of this world is still in that accursed house. The translation made by Marion Allen from the horrid De vermis mysterious. I am not strong enough to take on the task, but I know of those who perhaps are. Should they fail me, may God have mercy on my soul. Okay. And Sigmund, you are the one reading the reading through the journal. Uh, you have never seen your friend write like this. He's obviously in the later entries terrified. And even if you don't believe it, you can tell from his writing that he absolutely does. And you can go ahead and roll me a sanity check. Whee! I fail! If he succeed, if he succeeded, would that mean he didn't believe him? No, he just managed to compartmentalize it, I guess. Not worry. You lose one point of sanity, but add 1% to your Cthulhu Mythos skill. It's oh, That's the one you have to increase through RP. Yes. Excellent. Reading books. And uh, your maximum sanity at any given time is 99 minus your Cthulhu Mythos score. Hmm. So as you know more about the Mythos, how sane you can be goes down. 
Um, I head over to the university library to look for this book that was referenced. The, um, do I meet him on the way back? Yeah, it doesn't take long to get your thing translated. You probably come back as he's finishing the journal. Okay. What are you doing in this time? Probably just sitting on his desk, you know, watching him read. Okay. Being pretty cute, creepy. Uh, I look over my pipe at you every once in a while as I read. <laughs> Probably take nice. uh, some swigs of whiskey from my hip flask. You know that's illegal, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I don't say a word having a hip flask of brandy. <laughs> 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 and that's how prohibition carried on for 13 years. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Bathtub whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Mine's important. <laughs> so, your colleagues make some interesting translations. Oh? Yeah. I take I a look at the translation. Hand you the translation. Does any of that have a reference point in uh, what you're reading? Uh, nothing specifically, but, uh, the little sarcophagus is mentioned. Um, there's another book that's mentioned several times in the journal. Uh, I'm going to go see if I can find it in the library. Hmm. What book is it? The Virmis Mysterius. See, that's why you keep the hand out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want a highlighter to highlight that? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's on line one. I can find it. So, uh, yeah. If you want to take over that, well. Absolutely. I'll go, what I'm good at. I'll go ahead and try and get the inside of this box translated. I have some. Uh, let's see. The word to describe them illicit. Illicit, perhaps? Uncommon connections? There you go. That would be it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, euphemisms abound. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes. Uh, see what you can do. If you have any luck, uh, come back to my office tomorrow. All right. I certainly will. Then, you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you would like to undertake this evening? See if you can get her out of my I look her up and down. You sure? <laughs> she smells atrocious. I've smelled worse. <laughs> I'm going to the library. <laughs> okay. You know, I have some people you might like to meet. They could use a person of your skills. He Do you even know what my skills poor. are? <laughs> well, no, uh, you don't have your shotgun on you, do you? Well, I do. No, she has oh. a handgun on her. Yeah, handgun. I don't have a shotgun. Oh, you don't have a shotgun. Okay. Is it open? Carried uh, no. openly? No. <laughs> <That's>... no. <laughs> Even in 1928, you don't <laughs> just walk around with your gun out. All I have it concealed on my person. Firing into the air. Unless you're in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, I well, will... in Texas, you do that anyway. Exactly my point. I will perhaps try and make a spot-hidden roll to notice it. Or, what would it be to size somebody up? If you would... Yeah, you could roll a spot hidden to see if she's carrying a concealed gun. Okay. Appropriate. 
Especially, are you carrying a concealed gun? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. So, <laughs> so you obviously think everyone's carrying a concealed gun. Exactly. That's the way it works, isn't it? <laughs> no. No, I do not. Okay. You don't. Or, wait. No, I don't. I missed hey, it by I'm just eight a sweet, points. innocent, uh, whiskey drinking girl. Fair enough. <laughs> well, actually, that itself. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a skin. I mean, you're alone with two men drinking whiskey. It's just. Well, not only that, but the fact that she, you know, doesn't mind drinking whiskey. The, the gin is the drink of the time, and she probably listens to jazz music as well. Yes. It's completely immoral. Nothing to do with her. Heavy petting. And... <laughs> yeah. Necking well, after three months him. of dating. <laughs> and you know, the bathing suits that only go down to my knees. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see her dance the Charleston? <laughs> oh, it yeah. Um. Alright, so I guess I'm just going to head off. Does anybody else want more brownie while I'm getting up and being gluttonous? No. no, we'll just sit here no, judging you. I'm okay with Our judgment will ha- weigh heavily on you. I'm, I'm waiting. They need to not be words. Okay. Just yeah. judgment. <laughs> okay, so what are you doing? Silent judgment is worse. Right. I guess I'm heading out. Huh? You're welcome to stay here or come with me as you like. Yeah, I'll go with them. That seems more interesting. Than waiting for the professor to get back from the library. Professors are boring. <laughs> I go down to the local speakeasy. Okay. Um, where my mob connections are, I suppose. Fair enough. So, I have an interesting job from a client. I walk up to you know, someone I know very well, I suppose. Tetteone. You don't even say hi anymore. You just go straight what you want. Come in. How are you? Oh, good. And kiss, kiss. The kiss on both And then the French kiss in the middle. Does it a couple more times. (laughs) (laughs) Pops wood. (laughs) Open up. He's read read Ulysses 20 times. Yeah. (laughs) Tetteone. What do you need? Is someone not paying? No, no one is not paying. Uh, actually, things have been very good on, on that front lately. I was actually, I actually have a very interesting job from a client, and I think you might be interested in it as well. Weren't we supposed to be keeping the secret? Ah, secrets among family. Um, yeah, I was wondering who we know who's perhaps into the occult. Ah, that's a load of hooey. What do we need that for? Such things are interesting. Academic research and all. Some say that luck plays an important factor in people's people's choices and successes and failures. Speaking of which, you can make me a luck roll. Ah, fair enough. Uh, So I have to roll under my luck? Yeah, equal to or under your luck score. Let's see. Uh, 20. Half my luck. Well, I don't believe in those things. But, you know, Grandma Ma from the old country, 
Mm-hmm. She knows some of that stuff. But she's old and bedridden. Is it really important enough? It could be. If should these things even be a fraction of of truth, they could affect business in the in the city for some time. All right, Tatiel. I'll take your word on this. You come here tomorrow. I will take you to see Grandma Ma and bring a gift. Ah, uh, absolutely. Show some respect. Yes. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for your time. Let me know if anyone's legs need to be broken. <laughs> Absolutely. And you have a good business. Get me your papers to be done. Ah, yeah. Do you, do you mean the real papers or the ones for the feds? Ah, the ones oh. for the feds. The other ones can be done anytime. Okay, you take care of that thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting fact of the evening. By 1925, in New York City alone, <coughs> there were between 30,000 and 100,000 speakeasies. So yeah. it is. I mean, that's how prohibition worked. <laughs> Everyone was drinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had to drink to get there's prohibition. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> why I was reading about the election of 1928, and one of the big unpopular things about uh, the Democrat, Al Smith, was that he was for the repeal of prohibition. Wait, why was he? People just wanted to be secretive about it. Like, openly, they were like, oh, drinking, oh, horrible. Yeah, it was basically a small group of busybodies. They're like, no, drinking's terrible. We don't like anyone who drinks. And, you know, I people wonder, were just afraid to stand yeah. up to them. I wonder if any modern parallels can be... Yeah. <laughs> imagine. Yeah. I mean, imagine sure. what life would be like if you found out that an 11 gold medal winner... Okay, substance that's supposed to make you lazy and slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one talks about it. Perhaps one of the greatest scientists of our time. (laughs) Carl Sagan smoked every day. Various presidents. He's dead? And and various presidents. (laughs) He's dead? I don't know, is he? I didn't hear that. I have no idea. He's freaking awesome. Carl Sagan, look him up. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, our last two presidents have done coke. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was the eighties, man. Fuck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but uh, Clinton didn't inhale. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, nineteen twenty-eight. Right. Prohibition. Anyway, yes. reefer madness. Yeah. So before we uh, had a, uh, oh, he died in nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, he lived in Seattle. Hmm. I get us uh, some drinks. So, you work for the mob, huh? Uh, it's a family business. I wouldn't necessarily say the mob. Okay. I kind of puff out my chest like, yeah, I'm cool. Apparently, <laughs> Professor Merriweather was very poor at picking people who could keep secrets. <laughs> yeah. Right. You just told his secret to them. Yeah. And your secret to just anyone. Yeah. Basically... Yeah, I brag a lot. I I don't look very good. I'm not yeah. strong. I'm not tough. I have to do something to impress so the ladies. That's so that's why you're getting me a drink? So Basically. Yeah. You've got, <laughs> it's uh, the beer goggles. That's why I'm doing it. You've got mob ties written on your business card. <laughs> <laughs> like, we forge books. <laughs> yeah. 
That actually just brings the cops to you for bribes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine, because I do their books, too. <laughs> <laughs> it, is it time for me to roll my library use? Uh, yes, you go into the library looking for the bare Miss Mysterious. And you can roll me some... Library. I get 68 out of my score of 70. Okay. You successfully go through the card catalog in a long, <laughs> tedious process, only to discover that the university has this book, but it is locked in the rare book collection upstairs, and accessing it requires the express permission of the head of the library, the aging Dr. Henry Armitage. Hey, Henry, I need in the room! He sort of walks over with his cane. What? <laughs> oh, sorry to bother you, Doctor. Um, I need access to the rare book room, if you wouldn't mind, please. And why do you need that? Mm. I'm doing a comparative study of um, the current edition of Grey's Anatomy to the original edition. Roll me a fast talk. <laughs> wow, that's a really hard skill. Yeah, no. We don't keep old editions of Grey's Anatomy in the rare book collection. Really? No, That's... They're, they're public information. Interesting. I would have sworn they were in that room. Um, well, there was another book I'm interested in. Um, the Vermis Mysterious? Only psychology. Success. You see... His eyes sort of narrow, and he looks a bit taken back when you mention that book. That has nothing to do with any of your fields of study. Mm. Pure personal interest, sir. I'm always broadening my horizons. What is your personal interest in that book, pray tell? <laughs> a, uh... A friend of mine mentioned it as a reference I should use in uh, one of my studies of cults and such for psychological interest. Mm -hmm. And how is your Latin? Mm. Pretty good, actually. Hmm. Well, I mangle the phrase, my Latin is okay. <laughs> We're not allowing access to that particular book. It is a way for restoration. Try back in a couple months. I see. Thank you, sir. Good day. You're pretty sure he's lying to you. But... <laughs> How secure is this room? Oh, it's kept locked up with, you know, an average lock. That he has the only key to. Guns are another key. No, they're not. No, thanks. No, thank you. Hmm. Are any of the, uh, other professors I know in really good with the librarian guy that I'm aware of. Or, or who regularly access that room. 
Yeah, probably uh, some of the ancient history professors access that room all the time. Apparently you should be an ancient history professor. But not like Yeah, any of anything that deals with ancient civilization, basically. Roll me uh, a luck. Seven out of thirty. Okay, yes, you are hunting buddies with a uh, professor of Greek history who regularly uses the uh, rare book collection. Excellent. I go see him. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, in his office hours. There is a male student there. You can overhear that he's complaining how unfair the grade he got on his Greek exam. That was terrible, and his mother was sick, and his dog died. And I, uh, I, I peek, his dog ate his homework. I, I peek my head and say, in Greek, son, if you can tell me that in Greek, I'll put in a word for you. Quiz custodias a two fute? <laughs> <laughs> That sounded like Latin. It was all Latin. Yes. <laughs> no, you went to Greek class instead of Latin class. Whoops. Yes, for the last several months. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain it. Yeah, kid. Uh, we'll talk about this later. You know, when you're taking my class next semester. <laughs> So my Greek is actually worse than my Latin. Come to look at it. <laughs> yeah, the kid storms out of the room. Uh, Frank. Yeah, maybe you could use a refresher yourself. I'm certain I could. It was never my best subject. Um, I need a favor, my friend. Uh, Henry in the library is down on me this week. Um, could you smuggle a book out for me? Smuggle book out. What for? I need it for research. Why can't you get it yourself? I I just told you, Henry's down on me this week. He won't let me in. That's weird. I know. It was quite shocking to me. Yeah, I, I suppose. And I'll just need to take a couple notes, hand it right back. You can return it tomorrow. Okay, I guess. I write down the title for him. Never heard of that. Yeah, neither had I. Um, what's his name? Uh, Randall? Rupert. Oh, Rupert. Rupert recommended it to me. Oh, have you seen him lately? He is doing very poorly. Um, not certain he's long for this world. Sorry to hear that. So am I. Good man. So am I. Uh, he's a. Uh, over next door, if you would like to pay your respects. Oh, I'll go do that. Are we on for uh, duck hunting next month? Yes, sir. Okay. So I actually don't have the equipment for duck hunting, but that's neither here nor there. He's got the equipment. It's brandy. <laughs> <laughs> brandy and cigars and sitting out in the woods with elephant guns. And a dog. <laughs> but it's like a dachshund. <laughs> <laughs> Burrowing ducks.
Yes, you haven't seen the rare burrow duck. <laughs> the gir- the gooey ducks? That's what you want? <laughs> well, they're gooey after the elephant guns used on them. We seem to be good at getting other people to use their skills for us. <laughs> no, no, this... Oh, okay. Does he get beat up by the old man in the library? <laughs> yeah, he, he goes out to the library. Are you waiting for him to come back, or...? Uh, I would just be in my office. Okay, yeah, about... Fifteen minutes later, he comes back, and he's got a big welt on his forehead. He threw a copy of the Count of Monte Cristo at my head. (laughs) Would you like to tell me what the hell this is all about? You didn't tell him what you were after, did you? No, I told him I needed to use the rare book collection, and he asked me why, and I sort of froze up. And and then he freaked out. He said he uh, he knew I was in cahoots with you, and told me to get out and never ask him for the key again, and he threw a book at my head. Good lord, man. Do you know how many pages that thing is? (laughs) No. Alexander Dumas could not write a short story if he had 30 seconds to live. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I could either. That's terrible. I I wonder what is in this book that he doesn't want us to see. Porn. No, the Tijuana Bibles are kept in his drawer. (laughs) desk. Oh, I thought it was his nightstand. (laughs) And he doesn't go home, you see. His wife is there. He avoids her like the plague. Yeah. Did you know a man on an oxygen tank could yell? (laughs) (laughs) Well, my my apologies. Uh, I'm terribly sorry that got you in trouble. Um, I will see what else I can do. I don't know what makes you think the book is worth all this trouble. I, I don't know either, but uh, Rupert said it was very important that I read it. Well, Henry has never acted like this before. And well, put put it out of your mind. I've I've forgotten about it. Rupert, be damned! You're bringing the drinks for duck hunting next month, now. <laughs> Noted. And it better be the good stuff. <laughs> I offer him a sip of my flask. He takes an angry swig. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'll be in my office. Time for another parade of idiots. Imbeciles. Imbeciles is the uh, word I like to use. Yes, imbeciles. I'll use that on the next one that comes in. Excellent. Well done, sir. Storms off. Hmm. Well, I'm out of plans until I can talk to my mob buddy. I have no skills of breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. I can just kill the librarian and then <laughs> yeah. take some key. Elephant rifle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm considering just lurking through the library and waiting for somebody to go into the rare book room. And then elephant gunning them? No, no, just kind of sneaking them. in with them. How would you sneak an elephant gun into a library? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
happy to see you. <laughs> a really long book. You don't sneak it in. You smuggle in an elephant. <laughs> and then just run in. I'll deal with him. <laughs> you just let an elephant loose in there. Nice. That would totally work. Make sure it's only one, though. Because you don't want the other one to come back for revenge. That's true. Yeah. They would, too. <laughs> All right, so yeah, anyone else have any other plans brewing? Lurking uh, in the library, with an elephant, waiting for someone to use the rare book. Mm-hmm. Room. Won't be luck then. No. Okay. Unless I have a good modifier. Do you wait in the library until a closing time, and no one else uses the rare books collection? Sigh. I trudge home. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the rest of you? Uh, I go home. Okay. After having gotten drunk and whatnot. I probably ended up slapping him a few times. Probably. <laughs> Likely. <laughs> we can roll his luck, see if he gets lucky. <laughs> Drifter, yeah, where are you going? <laughs> That's true. That depends on my luck roll. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's no reason for speakeasies to close. Yeah. There's no law that says they have to. That's true, but I imagine business starts tapering out at 6 a.m. That depends. I know. Hotel overnight clerks are uh, just coming off. How many drunks live in Arkham? (laughs) Let's see. The town's population of... It's all college students. They're all there. They're all jokes. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. That's right. It's a college town. (laughs) This is the college speakeasy, so yes. (laughs) It's open forever. Mm -hmm. People are actually doing their cram sessions in here. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be hard through the jazz. And the smoke that just... That's oh, no. The the, the entire United States is just covered in cigarette smoke right now. (laughs) Yeah. You just develop the ability to see through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lost that power. <laughs> yeah. Coddled our kids. Yeah. With the non-smoke film yes. rooms. You don't blow smoke directly in their face as soon as they're born. <laughs> okay. So where are you going, Drifter? I will probably stay in the speakeasy as long as possible. Okay. Eventually you have to sleep and or pass out. Yeah, they will kick you out in the early morning. Okay. I guess I'll just uh, sort of wander around and look for a comfy place to sleep. I'm sure you find a, a park near the university. This bitch. Yeah. Get a newspaper. It's kind of a crisp night since it's October. Yeah, that's why I get a newspaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You wake up the next morning. Uh, when you arrive back in the office, you are greeted by the news that Professor Merriweather died overnight. I shed a single stiff upper lip tear. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I wake up in the morning and go about my morning business. I assume that I'm not going to see my business friend until late afternoon. Yep. Yeah, he 
deal with your clients, you, you know, mm-hmm. commit embezzlement. And deal with <laughs> That's right. Money laundering, embezzlement, yes. bribery. Any a fast talk? Do I actually use my accounting skill at all, or is it all just my like? You, you've got to make it talk. look good, or the bribes cost a lot more. That's true. That's true. If you just write in the margin, we made no money. <laughs> it takes a pretty big bribe to make that yeah. work. No okay. money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like this plan. Can I use this plan at work? Yeah. <laughs> we made no money. I don't have to pay you. <laughs> I put zero dollars and then in parentheses next to it two hundred dollars <laughs> parentheses is you know illegal games <laughs> just to account for all of it you yeah. might want to keep those in different books because <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know when the feds come by and go what do the numbers in parentheses mean <laughs> yeah. and you'll be like illegal yeah. I mean <laughs> Those are our illicit games. You know, the accountant for my company would totally do that. Oh, really? <laughs> totally have to track everything. That would be awesome. Well, um, I suppose you kind of want that with an accountant when it's not illegal things that are happening. Right. Yeah. We, we originally joked that he uh, is putting everything in the Cayman account. <laughs> he just... Kind of smiles and shakes his head. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, you guys. But never once denies it. (laughs) Sarah, how are you spending your morning? Oh, find some place to eat and you know. With your, you know, what three thousand dollars that you have left? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is the professor. That's because I don't pay those mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the money in this system just a straight random roll? <laughs> like, oh, you're a doctor and you're a hobo? <laughs> Clearly he's broke and you're rich. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, he has to go to all those yeah. charity dinners and stuff. Yeah, it does make interesting character developments. Like, oh, your doctor has a gambling problem or he's basically like a fraud who lives beyond his means <laughs> yeah. to get into high society. My, my wife likes her fur coats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. Now, trick to that is, not having a wife. Yes. Go down <laughs> to the speakeasy and pick up a flapper girl. <laughs> okay. All right, so your morning? I went back to my office. I'm going to work. Oh, yeah. okay. Teaching your classes, having your office hours, creating papers. Right. So at lunch, I will head on down to the university. Okay. And uh, into the good Professor Sigmund's. Professor Francis. Professor Thank Francis. You. Yeah, you don't know him that well. Yeah, God forbid. First name basis. Professor Francis. Francis is. Francis is office. Just mm-hmm. close the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He tries to, but it's back a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You need to get a bigger office, I'd say, as I, you know, butter myself up. <laughs> Don't sit on my chair. Um. Am I aware yet that you have illicit connections? I don't think I am. I think Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. 
He's terrible. He's, he's, like, he's like, like, hey, I'm in the ball. Hey, yeah, I've only right. known him for a few hours. <laughs> that's right. Um, but then again, he doesn't have tits. So. Yeah. There you go. That is my requirement for spilling secrets. So if you're a fatter man. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. I have an appearance of 12, though, so I am SOL. Um, 12's not bad. My appearance is 7. Oh, well, exactly. Yeah. Saying I have a decent appearance, oh, yeah, so yeah. I don't have man boobs. That's true. Yeah. Um, I bemoan the fact that I can't get the book referenced in the journal because it's locked in the rear book room and the crazy library and won't let me in. Oh? Well, I'm going to see some friends of mine this afternoon. I believe some of them could possibly, you know, potentially be donators. Oh? Yeah. To the university. I could see if they could put in a good word for you. That would be helpful. I had no idea you had wealthy patrons. Everybody needs their books done. That That is true. That's true. Um, do you have a card, by chance? I I would really love to track my wife's spending better. Oh, absolutely. Says so Bob. Can... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Give you my Ryan Tatayoni, accountant. We launder your money. <laughs> yeah. you know, two we, hours or less. Yeah, we launder your money so you don't have to. Your money sparkles when we're done with it. <laughs> yes, that's right. Has that nice fresh linen scent. Mm-hmm. Turning your bad money into good money. Yes, you got a free press. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Hey, wait, he's dead now. Isn't this thing free? Not that our characters know that. Yours would. You read the journal. Well, but he also doesn't believe it. That's true. Yes, that is what he told you, that the binding lasts. Oh, yeah, he told us all died. Yeah. Yes. You don't know he's dead. No, I don't. Clearly, we have to reanimate him. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Zombie is the same thing as alive, right? That counts. I'm going to be Hubert West... Reanimator. Nice. But oh, there is a book, there is a spell in the book for reanimating the dead. <laughs> in what, both sanity costs, like five. Now you're making me look this up. Magic, here we go. Hey, I'm not using magic, I'm using science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, spells are not in the magic section. Oh. Why would you have silly things like spells in the magic section? Yeah. Ma- magic theory is in the magic section. <laughs> Actual spells are in the craft section, because, you know, it's something you make. Have you found spells yet? Yes, they're in a chapter called A Mythos Grimoire. Hmm. And I'm just curious, but these spells have the least descriptive names ever. Oh. It's like chicken. Them, no. Yeah. Well, some of them are super specific. <laughs> like, this one's just called Brew Dream Drug. Huh. But Wow, they actually have pretty long descriptive text for those spells. Yeah. But here's one called Chant of Thoth. Hmm. And Chime of Tez Chopsaw. 
Uh, couldn't remember those names. Hell flesh. Conjured glass of Mortland. I'll drink a glass of Mortland. I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, neither do I, but sounds cool. Just so you can say <clears> you did it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, an interesting question. What is the sanity cost of reanimating the dead? But that requires me to find the actual spell to reanimate the dead. So just a question while you're looking. Um, <clears throat> magic, is there like a POW requirement for to be able to cast certain spells? No. But uh, opposed spells would use your POW against your opponents. Mm-hmm. And often... More powerful spells drain permanent pow from you. Wow. Okay. Is there any way to regain abilities? How? Uh, yes, you can improve it by doing well casting magic, or I believe you can permanently trade sand for pow. Wow. Like your permanent sand for permanent pow? Yes. Okay. Resurrection. Resurrecting someone uh, costs you a d10 sanity points and the victim a d20. Wow. So, we could both only lose one sanity. Potentially. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, you guys don't know how to resurrect people. Yeah. You don't know that spells like that exist. But we do know that other spells exist. Well, you know that this guy wrote in a book that this one spell worked. That's true. Well, he knows that. Yes, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what are you guys planning? Speaking of, did you look through that journal? Was there anything interesting in it? Oh, certainly. I relayed choice bits. Essentially what was read in a, you know, the descriptive pain text. Summarize. <laughs> yeah. A bridge. Go on. <laughs> 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 All right. Any bridges around here? <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, huh? Interesting. Well, what do you tell him? Everything. You, you want me to actually roleplay this? Yeah. I, imagine that. <laughs> Putting away the iPhone and speaking in character. But I, I was waiting for him to get back. Um. Mm-hmm. I tell him about you know they set up themselves up a secret society in this farmhouse that uh, Rupert told us about. Um, He talks about how they summoned a creature and it it slaughtered one of their members and they bound it to the house and it sounds like complete poppycock to me. Hmm. Did they say what the name of this creature was? No. Hmm. Though they did mention that... uh, the way they found it was through this book that I'm being denied access to. Oh. I will do my utmost to get you access to that. Wonderful, sir. <clears throat> I, I wait word. And what do mob moms like? Are they like flowers or guns or booze? Like, I don't know. They like flower guns with booze. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> like flower squirt guns with booze in them. Nice. Uh, fur coats. Fur jewelry. coats, yeah, fur coats and jewelry. All right, but this is old. I don't know if she 
care about that kind of Cats. stuff. Cats. What do I? Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Pasta recipes. There you go. Pasta recipes. What do I know about her? Wow, we're so I stereotypical. Met her. I yes, you are deeply offending my culture. <laughs> Your entire culture, I'm offending it. Yeah. No, well, like just my dad's half. <laughs> no. Let's see. Well, she's from the old country. Hey, for I... me, I stereotyped all ladies. Stereotyped all ladies. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, what do I know about... Here's some red gravy. I love it. Cat food? That's great. Yeah, cat food. Cat food. This isn't the 80s yet. Yeah. Still got 60 years before the old people are eating that. I still find that atrocious. Oh, well, that that's, that yeah. It, it is atrocious. That's unbelievable. And that's what it's going to come to again when Social Security yeah. fails when we're old. That's what's yeah. going to happen Enjoy to Enjoy that. Yeah. I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Remember after yeah. what you, want, you guys fed me tonight? Do you, want, do you want me to make some more fried foods? <laughs> yeah. I told her, for the record, you know, this is really unhealthy. And she just went, yeah. <laughs> just kept cooking. Awesome. There was salad. No, it, this was in the planning stages when she was telling me, like, all right, well, you know, mozzarella sticks, fried ravioli. I'm like, yeah, how many kinds of fried cheese do you <laughs> I should just get cheese and fry it. That's what that, you that's did. That's what a mozzarella stick is. No, no breading. Just fry it. <laughs> it's just like a bowl of melted cheese mixed with, with oil. oil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you tap the mouse and make sure that's still recording? Yes. Yes. Okay, still going. Paranoia check. Good. All right. All right. So anyway, I go down and buy some. Model Make me an idea roll. <laughs> an idea roll. Oh, hey! There there it is. There's an idea stat. Yes. Wow. Okay. It's for moments like this when you sit around for 10 minutes trying to figure out what to buy an old lady. Yeah. 50, and my idea is 85. Yeah. Buy her uh, some nice olive oil imported from the old country. Olive oil imported from the old country, as well as some. Uh, Jewelry. One. Now who's wow, you're going him? all out then, huh? Hundred bucks. Well, he, he's using hundred bucks is a lot of money. He's using her husband's account. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. I'll just write it off on his taxes. He and, has a crooked account. And then take the money myself. Okay, <clears throat> a Model T costs three hundred and eighty-five dollars. Oh, really? Okay, let's go with like fifty bucks. Yeah, there might actually be jewelry on here. College tuition is $480 a semester. Wow. Wow. Gold pocket watch, $32.50. Turkish water pipe. Nice. 99 cents. You should have gotten that. I want one of those. Yeah. They didn't smoke weed back then. <laughs> 12 ounce Coca Cola, 5 cents. So John goes to see the old babushka. Yes. Is it babushka? Yes. Gosh. After I spend, <laughs> we have to say what we yeah. After I spend my fifty bucks, I, I don't know okay. the Italian equivalent. 
That's a good question. I only took three years of Italian. So. And you know half Italian. Okay. I'm not born with the inbred <laughs> knowledge of Greek Italian. That's not be. how it works. That would be awesome. I am so trying to avoid racist jokes right now. <laughs> you have no idea the willpower check that I'm making. Yeah. And we'll know you when you fail it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you could guys could go see a Nickelodeon. Five cents. That would be a nickel. Yes. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> $54 buys you a movie projector. This is just fascinating. Huh. I could spend, you know, three-hour podcast reading how much things cost in 1920. And people would love it, actually. I'm pretty sure. Oh, when did it become 9.30? I mean, 8.30. Okay. 9.30 was ridiculous. Although... <laughs> yeah, okay. You buy her gifts. Um, would, show, would, would he complains that we didn't finish, I'm going to blame it on the uh, list and not the character creation. Yeah. And not the like <laughs> hour you spend failing to get a book or <laughs> and hey, trying to smooth old ladies. That is an important part of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go in, <laughs> go crazy, kill each other. Just but you ignore other clues. Anyway, yes, you go to the speakeasy. Yeah. You meet your friend Tony. Hey, Tony. He takes you over to his grandma's house. It is a reasonably nice house in a particularly Italian part of town. Yeah. Alright, she's expecting us, but she she's an old lady. She mm-hmm. needs a rest, so don't stay too long, huh? In and out, ten minutes, Tony. Ten minutes. Okay. And then uh, I need to see you about something else, if you don't mind. I can pay, too. Okay, I'll, I'll be waiting. Okay. Grandmama and I, well, I'll be waiting in the car. <laughs> okay. Fair enough, Tony. I will give her your love. Uh, don't bring me up at all. Oh. Fair enough. Tell her she's dead. <laughs> yeah, he died. Sorry. And come back out. Yeah, she's dead up there. She's been <laughs> dead for like a week. <laughs> okay, he lets you inside. She's up the stairs. Uh, I walk in. Do I know her name? What's her name, Tony? Juliana. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably better if you can say Mrs. Mrs. Tony. <laughs> now Mama you're my Tony. Think of <laughs> well, I can just, if I just, I'll go in there and say, hey, Mrs. whatever her name is. Nepala. Nepala. Yeah, I'm terrible with names too. Don't worry. So, like I said, the very last thing I figured out on my character is my name, mm-hmm. which you just took from a previous <laughs> character, <laughs> That's right. which I looked up online. So, which is <laughs> yeah. a delicious Italian dessert. Exactly, according to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like two plates of the tateone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I walk in. Okay. Uh, Napoleon, you said? Probably. Okay. Hey, Mrs. Napoleona. Okay. It's Ryan Tatione. Quite the charm. to talk to you. Who? What? Get up here. Walk up the stairs. 
Yeah, oh. there's an open bedroom door, and mm. you can see her. Everything in this place is old. Even You're like, awful. What are you doing? Laughing. What the hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> Just looking at my dice. What are you yeah, talking about? Exactly. They're amusing. Okay, I go in there. Everything in the house is old. Okay. Even the appliances that were just in the- Shut up! Jesus! Yeah. Okay. Hold it together! You're the adult here. <laughs> oh, it's a bad day for us all when those words have to be uttered. Okay. Everything's old. Everything in the house is old. Even the appliances that were only recently invented are somehow old. <laughs> okay. Yep. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm here to ask you some questions. I, I hear you know things about some of the old ways. That no good Tony sent you, didn't he? Well, I did ask him for something. Yeah, and then... That piece of shit only comes when he needs something. And doesn't even have the cojones to come himself. Huh? Um, Do you live for a while huh? in Spain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see you questioning me. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> How's your Italian, huh? <laughs> well, apparently right on par with yours, because I haven't heard any yet. <laughs> oh, okay, then. Oh. I took three years of Italian with the worst teacher in the universe. <laughs> well, only two of those were the worst teacher in the universe. Oh, yes. The other was with the hippie kind of teacher that wants to be your friend, and you play bingo all day. Yep. Awesome. Anyway, yeah. That was a good class. Useful. Okay. Yes. All right. I just remember we were passing a notebook around like the whole year, the last day of class she called us. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, Miss Napoleon, I'm, I'm sorry you have such a bad relationship with your family member, but uh, he did ask me to bring you a gift on his behalf. And I give her the olive oil and jewelry. She takes it and looks at it. Smiles a little bit. Then goes back to scowling. Yeah. On a night stand. Mm-hmm. You got quite the silver tongue, huh? That's how you get the ladies, even though you're a fat bastard. <laughs> oh, yes. You know me too well. What do you want? I was wondering if you could take a look at the inside of this box and see if you'd... <laughs> Are you coming on to me? <laughs> Stop. Stop smirking. Um, I have a delivery yeah. for you. I, you like sausage with your kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bow chica. Why are you yeah. laying this bit on me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can. You lowered the tone. <laughs> yeah. All right. I take out the sarcophagus. The little mini sarcophagus. Will you fit in us? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And uh, take the lid off. I was wondering if you could tell me what these markings mean, or if you'd seen anything like it before. She takes a look, opens up the lid. Yeah. I'm from the old country, yes? Mm-hmm. That old country is Italy, not Egypt. I don't know why you come here showing me pictures of people and birds and reeds and it's a bunch of shit. No. They need to use letters like real people. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but I took it down to the people at the university and they could translate the outside, which is Egyptian, but they'd never seen the inside before. 
I was thinking someone with a bit more, you know, worldly experience could help me out. You calling her slut. She's always calling her old. <laughs> yeah. Basically. She looks at the inside. Shrugs. Yeah. Oh, well. Did, did she roll her knowledge of cults? Yes, actually. Okay. Making mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, she got an 80, if you were curious. <laughs> nice. She doesn't have that much knowledge of cults. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your yes. time. I didn't make him do all this and there was never any chance. <laughs> yeah. yes. yeah. I'm not that. Doesn't let this go down dead ends. You, you do cut off hands over here. <clears throat> yeah. No, a card cut off her head. Hey, it was like a two-card lead-up. Yeah. Um... Yeah, well, thank you very much for your time, Mama Napoleona. Yeah. It, enjoy your gifts. Your son sends his best, if it's her son. It's her great-grandson. Her great-grandson. Yeah, your said, great-grandson sends yeah, his she's best. She's really old. Yeah. Her old, but, like, was contagious. That's why the that's right. look old. Yeah. If you've ever met an old Italian woman, they don't die, ever. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, they just sit around and become mummified. <laughs> yeah. Still cooking somehow. Yes. <laughs> Still cooking the same thing every day. <laughs> yeah. That's how they get so old. Yeah. Eventually, like, at the beginning of your life, you need variety, but at the end of the life, variety kills you. Yes. If you get your schedule down to just, like, one thing a day, then you can survive forever. You know the oldest lady in the world, who's she's like 120-something now? She eats oatmeal. Yeah. That's what, she, that's what she claims does it. She eats oatmeal every morning and goes for a walk every day. Well, I remember the oldest living man for a while was uh, a Japanese man who, you know, ate like a vegetarian diet and plenty of rice and did Tai Chi and meditated and all that stuff. And then he died. And then the next oldest living guy was like a World War II vet who drinks and smokes every fucking day, eats whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's, all, it's really all genetics. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's that. It's, it's just sort of random. <laughs> genetics and dumb luck. Really. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that was a huge waste of time. Yes. Yes, it was. I go back to uh, Tony out in the car. Hey, Tony, so, who's a bust? I, I gave your great-grandmama your best, though. And I told her those gifts were from you, so. I, I thought I told you not to mention me. Oh. She mentioned? <laughs> yeah. She kind of broached the subject with me, but I definitely put in a good word for you. She'll be much happier to see you if you, you know, ever show up again. How did she look? Was she uh, on the way out yet? <laughs> oh, it did it didn't seem well? so. She's a lot tougher than most of the old people I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. That old country. They don't make people like that around here. Let's hope so. I got plenty of old relatives. Yeah. Alright, so, Tony, uh, do we know anyone who perhaps gives to the university at all? What do we need someone like that for? Oh, again, it's about this thing. There's a book in the library there, but the old man, 
who runs the library, he doesn't want to give it to us. Oh, you want me to break his legs? Ah, oh, he's an old man, and he's a librarian. You can probably just threaten. Okay, why do you need this book? Oh, it has to do with this, this uh, box and this journal, my client that I was telling you about. Um, freaky, freaky stuff, but, you know, scary stuff like that keeps the blood pumping, right? I guess. I kind of be vague and, you know, just kind of go off on tangents on purpose just to keep from actually revealing anything. Yep. yep. We'll be a fast talk then. And then you just pretty say... Pretty much the definition of that. <laughs> exactly. That's what I try and do. No. Oh, really? 60 points and I rolled a 78. All right. You're full of shit, right? Tell me what this is all about. If you want me to go break somebody's leg, I gotta know why. I am not, I'm not a barbarian. I'm a businessman. I break people's legs for a reason. Fair enough, Tony. I don't know, I don't know how much stock you put in all this, and I kind of wave <laughs> up to his mama ma's place. <clears throat> but, uh,. Yeah, apparently, uh, one of my clients, an old man, he got together with a bunch of friends and they were doing some freaky demon worshipping shit. And they actually managed to call one up, but they sealed it off. And the only thing that was keeping it sealed was, you know, the fact that they were all still alive. But once the old man dies, it's done and he can come out to play. I don't know about you, Tony, but... I'm not quite sure how well my soul sits, you know? Roll me a persuade, then. Yeah. Persuade of 50. So, not quite as good. 72. Nope. Well, and that's even worse than your first story. No. Something's fucked up in your head. Just Just say you want to get laid. Go home. (laughs) Think about your life. If you're going crazy... I gotta kill you. <laughs> you know too much to be in the madhouse babbling yourself all the time. Fair yes, enough, Tony. I sleep mad. it off. Not take him seriously. I don't want to hear about this anymore. Do you hear me? Oh, I hear you, Tony. All right. Good lad. No, run along. I get out of the car and walk on back to the university. Okay. I don't know, Sarah. What are you doing? Sorry, I took up like an hour of game time. Stereogram, it's like magic guy. I think they had that in the twenties. Somewhat appropriate. Not on the iPhone. But (laughs) you want the microphone. I'm gonna head over to the university. Okay. And try going to his office. I am probably at a lecture. I'm going to wait in your office. (laughs) My secretary has been instructed not to let you in. (laughs) I'm going to wait in front of her desk. Actually, would you even have a secretary? No, it would just be the department. department. Yeah, the department secretary. Uh, Can I help you, miss? I'm here to see Professor Francis, was it? Uh, I'm afraid he's at class right now. Can you, can, do you want me to take a message? Oh, wait. Uh, he will be some time. Oh, wait. Quite a while, in fact. Then where's his lecture? 
Uh, in fact, I think he might be out sick today. <laughs> <laughs> I pay then for where's well. his house? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Then I'll wait. He, he won't be until tomorrow. <laughs> or possibly ever. <laughs> ever. He died. Go away. take a seat in front of her desk. It's also Saturday, isn't it? No, no. We saw the no, old man Friday. on Thursday. Okay, so it's only like, I thought we skipped two days. Okay. Yeah, so it's Friday. She just sort of shifts uncomfortably. I just watch her. <laughs> watch her? <Yep>. <laughs> she types out a couple letters. Then messes something up and takes out the whole page and <laughs> retypes it and then looks at you again and messes something up. Are you having issues? No, no, it's fine. Okay, so eventually you will come back from your lecture and then find the drifter outside my office. So we're going to get going at some point. Going where? To the house. Why would we do that? Why would I do that with you? Because we agreed to do so. Aren't you a man of your word? We agreed to look into his crazy story about a demon. I'm attempting to do that. If you don't believe it, then why don't you just go to the house? I have no reason to take that amount of time to travel. Not that it would take... It's just outside of town. It's, it's a few miles west. Yeah, like, yeah. Very well, if you insist. We should get, uh... Though, uh, I do have a bit of research that I'm in the middle of, that our friend, Ryan, Robert? Ryan. That our friend, Mr. Tatayoni, was <laughs> helping me with. If we could wait until that's concluded, unless, I would appreciate unless it. Unless there's a book burning, I'm pretty sure it will stay there. Yes, the staying there is the problem. I'm trying to get it to come with us. Where's this book? <laughs> <laughs> you break his legs? It's in the rare book room in the library. So where's the library? That way. I'll go to the library. Would you like the title of the book? Sure. I... I no, no. I, I, I'll i wait till after we resolve his <laughs> attempt before... I sent her after her breaking and entering. <laughs> okay. I can't break and enter. <laughs> or persuade people. Or her violent persuasion. <laughs> Threaten is just persuade, right? I don't know how I would handle that. I yeah. suppose I'll figure it out if we get to it. Oh, you'll well, get to it. it. Start figuring. <laughs> I suppose it also depends on how you threaten as well. Yeah, Oh. Shoot, knee, shooting them in the kneecap is like a handgun check. That's to get, <laughs> to get what you want. Okay, so you eventually make your way back to the university as well. In, does she head she, out first? Does she go to the library? He doesn't give first? me the title of the book. Yes. Oh, okay, right. You're waiting for I'll me. just take right. everything in the restricted section. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually hoping you kill Henry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's a nice old man, usually. 
I'm just gonna start setting books on fire until. <laughs> so did you find out from Tony who had nah. the university connections? It was a bust. The whole thing. Can't have sources everywhere, I guess. I say wistfully. Alright, I give you the title. Alright, I'm gonna go to the library. Okay. And look for a librarian. Sure, we're getting around. It's four o'clock, I guess, on a Friday. So, you know, people are starting to clear out. But you find a librarian easily enough. He sort of looks at you. Um, yes, can I help you, miss? Um, I need... I need to go to the restricted section. She's obviously an American studies major. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, are you a student here? Sure. I'm only like 37. Uh Uh-huh. Taking some ceramics classes. (laughs) Well, Dr. Armitage needs to authorize any uh, entry into the rare books section. He was quite explicit about that. All right, where is it? His office is over there, but I... Do you have an appointment? I can make an appointment. What's forgery? <laughs> what would forgery be? <laughs> Probably quite a fast talk, I guess. Or maybe a dex check. Let me look at the skill list. I think I remember it being something to do... I think I remember something like accounting under that. Obviously, climb. It could be a craft skill. Yeah, it would probably be its own skill. I would let you make a, a base chance at okay. using your dexterity. Accounting would be used for like, making crooked books and stuff, but if you're trying That's to true. imitate a signature on yeah. an official document, it doesn't really help. Uh, yes, he points out Dr. Armitage's office to you. Alright, so I go to the office. Okay, there's an old man sitting there, breathing into an oxygen tank. He looks up when you come in. Uh, I'm sorry, I think you have the wrong room. The restrooms are over there. I don't need to go to the bathroom. Well, that's a matter of opinion. I don't need to go to the toilet. Oh. <laughs> the, the study rooms are that way. I need to go into the restricted section. Another one. Why do you need to go into the restricted section? I want to see what's in there. It's restricted. Yes. You don't get to see what's in there. All right. Go away and stop wasting my time, little lady. Well, it would be a pity if this uh, burned down. Are you threatening me? No, I'm just stating something. What is this about? I need a certain book. What book? What's the name of the book? The De- Venomous Mysterious. Get out! I know what this is all about. You're one of those freaky cultists. And I will have no part of it. I would see that book destroyed before it falls into your hands. Now get out! I'm not a cultist. Out! 
I'll walk by into the restricted room walked around nearby. Uh, yeah, it's clearly marked. I mean, the door is closed and it's locked. It's probably next to his office, actually. Kick. <laughs> Take out my gun and shoot it. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm James Dean, bitch. I don't give a fuck. I'll try to just burst my way through the door. You'll try and break it? Nice. Roll me a strength. I... Okay. Uh, just I need to look at the resistance table, which is somewhere in this big book of things. But since this book is not laid out in any sensical order, hmm. who knows? Some base changes. Okay, page fifty-five. I've got to figure out the strength of the door. What's your strength? Four, nine. Make me a roll. You need to get 45 or under. Damn, 86. You clatter against the door, but do not break it. Police! Someone call the police! There's a mad woman trying to break into the rare book collection! He starts hobbling on his cane, trying to get to a telephone. I'll just run out then. Okay. You race out of the library. And easily outpace him. There are people looking on in just awe, stunned faces. Wondering what the hell is going on. Guess exactly where she's going to come back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Guess who initiated this whole thing asking for that specific book? No, no. I tried to ask for a different book. <laughs> it failed. Yes, but then you did ask for that book. Right. I obviously should have said the necromom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably never heard of that. Okay, you run out. Where are you going? His office. Okay, close the door. The cops are coming. Sarah (laughs) runs into your office past the secretary. (laughs) Sort of shoves Ryan against the bookshelf to get inside. Ow. Awesome. And I'll just sit down. Do you say anything? (laughs) (laughs) Well, how did it go? What do you think? Don't know. You look flustered. <laughs> there might be police coming. What? <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> I get my coat <laughs> and I walk out. What happened? Um, I tried to knock the, I the my door back down. In. Come along. What did he say? He said no. Come along. He said we can I was talk as we walk. I. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. I'll follow. Okay. You hustle out of the university. Do you have a car or anything? I haven't bought one. Do you have a car? Uh, how big is the town? I do. Okay. Regardless. Okay, we can take your car. Okay. If I lived within walking distance to the university, I wouldn't. Have yeah, one. and you probably would as a as a junior professor. Yeah, I probably have some apartment. 
or something, or a townhouse near yeah. them. Um, I have one just for the status of it. Yeah. Um, There's probably a gift. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It fell off a truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fell off a truck. That's right. It's a smaller truck. <laughs> so it fell so, off a very large truck. Uh, so, tell me, just step by step, what happened when you went in there? I went and asked for the book. He started yelling, calling me a crazy cultist. And then I walked by and just, you know, tried to run into the door. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to call the police. I'm trying to break into the Restricted section. A cultist? Mm-hmm. He called you a cultist? Yes. Strange. Well, obviously, she's a mad woman. I would draw the same conclusion. I'm not a cultist. Are you certain? Yes, I would think I would know that. I wouldn't. Did he say anything, anything else? Anything that might have skipped your mind? Besides everything in her sanity. I mutter to you under my breath. Let's go over the conversation when you walked in there. So you walked in there. Mm-hmm. And what what happened when you went into the library? He thought I needed to use the rest. Well, I talked to a librarian. They say I needed, you know, consent from the head librarian. Okay, the head librarian. As you're driving away from the university grounds, police cars are driving towards it with their hand crank sirens going. Yes! Nice. (laughs) Cat out the window. (laughs) 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 Pulling it by the tail. (laughs) Then you let go and cat. (laughs) (laughs) At the criminals. Yes. Um, Alright. So, you walked in there and you asked for the book. Well, I asked to go into the restricted section. Oh. And I was told that I had to get permission by this guy, and he asked me what I needed there. Okay. And I mentioned the name of the book, Mm -hmm. and he called me a crazy cultist, and to get out, you know, blah, 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 screaming and yelling. Well, no, no, not blah, 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 blah. (laughs) You you said the vermis mysterianus, right? Yeah, I said that. What was his immediate response? That I was a cultist. Hmm. Occultist. Did he seem to think that other people might be after this book? Yes. Well, yes, I've sent several people he after this book. Really? Mm-hmm. What were... He said he wanted to burn the book? Before it got into the hands of someone like me. How many people have gone after this book? Uh, myself, a colleague of I, and mine and her. Within what time frame? Well, since yesterday. Hmm. Was he agitated like that when you went to get him? Oh, not like that. But he simply seemed irritated that I would want the book, which is odd. I believe that a professor should be trusted with access to any knowledge. He obviously doesn't want to give it to anyone. There's a good... There's a good possibility he'll try and move that book. We should go by and watch him during the close of the of the library this evening. Well, I should anyway, since I'm the only one who hasn't asked to see the book. Where are you driving, by the way? Uh, I just kind of around We're the block to look sun- like I'm a going Sunday somewhere. Drive. <laughs> yeah. A Friday Sunday drive. Oh, and it takes us like five minutes to start the Model T's. <laughs> Crank it up. Yeah, you have to hand crank it. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, the, uh, the police came in on horses. 
Yeah. Swinging their cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, I think I should go back there and observe him. Okay. So I pull around the I pull the car around the block to you know, a lesser um lesser traveled street near okay. the university and I get up and tell you to you know where's your where's your house? Uh walk or two that way. Okay. Well take the car back to your place. I will be there later this evening. I give you the address. Okay. I head back to the university on foot. Okay. And you're just waiting outside the library? I Well, I go in the library. Of course, I have a sneak of 10%. But I try and act like I'm a student. I'm 28. Yeah, okay. You go in and you see the police are talking to this old man. Okay. Uh, I try and act unobservant while I am observing them. Okay. And look at another random textbook that I'm not paying any attention to. Okay. What are you reading? A trigonometry textbook. That's right. <laughs> they didn't have trigonometry back then. Shut up. Didn't exist. Did they have it in like Greek yeah. times? Yeah, ancient Greek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, okay. What am I? I assume I'm rolling something to do that. I don't think so. Okay. Well, they guess to look nonchalant. Yeah. Yeah, look at the skill list to find the appropriate thing. Conceal, I would say. Oh, okay, to conceal my motives. Yeah, I'm gonna just try and look. Ooh, 15%. Awesome. Alright. 77. Rock on. Okay. They're gonna say it was that man. That man tried to knock the door. Yeah, down. the old man looks over to you several times, mm-hmm. and while the police are still milling about, sort of questioning the other librarians, mm-hmm. he goes into the rare book room, mm-hmm. and he comes out with a uh, book that looks very old, bound okay. in leather. He's clutching it tight to himself and going on his cane with the other hand. Kill him. Yeah, I trip him <laughs> as he goes by. He's looking at you the entire time. I have the holes cut out in my yes. newspaper for my eyes. I'm kind of yes. watching him. <laughs> You're actually looking at the newspaper. There's an obituary for Rupert Merriweather. Oh, wow. I kind of shocked for a minute and then kind of look around until I see him and then snap my head back down to a... A newspaper. He goes into his office and shuts the door. Uh, are glass windows in the office? Can we see in? Or uh, he he draws the curtains. Oh, the boo! Yes. Yes, yeah, one of those books. <laughs> <laughs> that one's Chris's fault too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, crap. He keeps the Tijuana Bibles in his desk. Yeah, he went into his office and drew the curtains. Mm-hmm. So. 
I go up and knock on the door. It's a first edition. He has an answer. I try and open the door. It's locked. Yes, it's locked. Roll me uh, just a D100. A luck, perhaps? or No. Not a skill, just a D100? Yeah. There's no appropriate skill, I don't think. Okay. Two. You can definitely smell smoke Mm. coming from inside the room. Help! Fire! (laughs) Police look over Fire! And I point in the room. I smell fire from, from the office here. Uh, they go over and knock on the door. Dr. Armitage, are you alright in there? Sir! The oxygen tank explodes. Hurry, hurry! He could be, he could be in trouble. I try and encourage them to yeah. break the door down. Yeah, they're gearing up to break the door down when he, he throws it open. And you can definitely see that there's a lot of smoke coming from behind the desk. Mm-hmm. There's, it's no problem. I was just having a cigar and the ashes fell onto some of my papers and they caught fire. But it, it's taken care of now. Is he full of shit? Well, yes. Yes, of course the, 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 I kind you of You pretty well eyes. certain on me. But <laughs> yeah. the police even seem a little suspicious. Hey, they should totally burst in past them and try and rescue the book. What's left of it? Uh, yeah, fast talk. Are you sure, sir? I should go in and take a look. And I brush past them into the room. Okay. Uh, fast talk? Yeah. Here we go. You have seven minutes. I have 60. 21. Yeah, they're still so stunned. And you just brush in past them. And you can see this book. It's a really thick tome, a couple hundred pages, mm-hmm. written in Latin. But you can see that there are just pages ripped out and, you know, uh, just a pile of ashes and an ashtray still smoldering. Not all of, all, all the, like, specific sections or just, you know, it looks like he just, yeah, just ripped a big chunk out. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. I pick up the book. No, of course not. (laughs) Yeah, I pick up the book. He's the head librarian, right? Yes. Would he be in charge of all the costs for the books and the record keeping for the books and everything like that, or would that be a special, um, a special department or person? Elsewhere, you probably have a system to yeah. handles it, but he would be ultimately responsible. Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't say, "Oh, I need to inform blah 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 of this and walk out with the book." <laughs> the dean. <laughs> yeah, the dean. Um. Can say I would go with the. I can't believe you, a custodian of knowledge, is destroying. That's the route I would take. Yeah, but then I don't have any business taking it somewhere else. It's the university. You've lost book. your book privileges. <laughs> you can just act indignant and act like you're 
taking it to somebody else to save it. I- I'm pretty sure the police wouldn't buy that. You got a good mm-hmm. fast talk. Here. All right. So I got it. Oh, some of this book has been damaged. I must take it at once to the town archives to see if I can get a proper transcription of what has been lost. And I try and walk out. Well, you're fast talk. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll be difficult. All right. Come on, low. No! Oh, oh. <laughs> Terrible. Halt. Yeah. You see the cop puts one arm out to stop you, the other for his billy club. Oh, wow. I think you'd better put the book down. All right. I hand him the book. Yeah, he takes it. What's your name? No, my name is Ryan Tatiani. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you have a card? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I hand him my business card. Uh, local accountant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Local accountant. If you ever need your books done, I'm your man. Family-friendly accountant. That's right. What does that mean? <laughs> That's when you slip him a hundred. Yeah. That means I love the kids. Yeah. Yeah. A yes. hundred is like first class on a steamer from the U.S. to England. Mm-hmm. Like that's, It's a lot of money. Yeah, well, with the... No, I'll just hand him my card for now. And then I say, yeah, family friendly. I make sure there's enough money for, uh, for the man of the house, the wife, and the kids. And even, nice. mm-hmm. even Spot. Mm-hmm. But not fluffy. We may have to talk to you as part of our inquiries into this business. Absolutely. Just don't leave town. Of course Let's not. Let's leave officer. town. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. We're leaving town in ten minutes. Uh, born and raised here. Born at Tijuana. No sense in leaving at all. I think our characters are going to be insane and dead soon anyway. Yeah, we have no way of <laughs> translating this or getting the book. We could totally get the book. We just sent her to the police station. It's too small. <laughs> and I say, Wait. you know, officer, <laughs> you know, officer, I couldn't help overhearing what you were talking about earlier. And, um, there was an attempted burglary here. Is that true? That's right. Would would this be the book that was a, attempted to be burglarized? <laughs> burglarized. Stolen? Stolen? I'm not sure that's any of your business. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry. I just can't help a... A good mystery, you know. Just gets the blood up. You're a reporter on the side. (laughs) That's right, I'm a reporter on the side. For the school paper. You know, doing books is so boring. Things like this are just thrilling. Why don't you go check out the police academy? Yeah? If you want to solve mysteries. All right. Whatever you say, officer. Sometimes you get to club the Irish. (laughs) 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 Yeah! As an Italian, I can definitely say <laughs> that's it's a great thing. Everyone loves um, clubbing the Irish. Yep. I go uh, go back. Oh, time to get back to hitting the books. Everybody's got to brush up, huh? And I go and sit down with my book. Okay. Just pretend to read for a while. Pretend to read for a while, making sure, like, trying to see what they do with the book. Do they take it as evidence if it's what they're after. These are 1920s police. Yeah, they don't right. have evidence, just prejudice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was obviously an Irishman yeah. that did this. Yeah. <laughs> they find the darkest person they can. Or the most Irish. <laughs> hey, 
darkest or most Irish? That's true. But I mean, if they could find someone darker. Yeah, the most foreign person. So they find but the, within a hundred the, the miles. The darkest person or the whitest? One yeah. of the two? Yeah, right. Either end of the spectrum. <laughs> well, it depends. It was the Irishman out in the sun a lot? Yes. Yeah. Well, he just freckles. He's still white. I mean, yeah. If they could find an albino, all the way. <laughs> That's devil right there. No, they just Spawn give him back Satan. the book. <laughs> oh, damn it. And he just goes in his office and shuts the door again? Yes. And you smell more fire. <laughs> yeah. Sings a little yeah. song. Do do do. Turn to this book. And then you, you see him break out the marshmallows. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not sure what else I can do. It, it sounds as if we have lost this copy of the book. Yeah. Quickly, the internet. Oh. That's fine. I'm sure there's another one. I'm sure there's not only 12 copies of the book in the entire world. Okay. But still, 11 more. <laughs> yeah. On the right side. <sighs> Alright. Well, that was a bust. I did my best. That was several hours of bust consecutively. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Alright. Well... I go back, uh. <sighs> back to his place. I'll your, uh, bathroom. Chamber yeah. pot? What? No, oh, that's what he was like his shower. Or bath. Okay. Okay. Will me a luck check, Professor. Uh, fail. How badly? Uh, 59 over 30. Okay, yeah, uh, when you get there, your wife is home. <laughs> awesome. You know, just sitting in the reading room. She tucks a flask under the throw pillow when she sees you come in. <laughs> Hello, darling. This is my uh, esteemed student, Betsy. Uh, Betsy's here for an extra study session. She's kind of old for a student. Yes, she's a... Uh, Actually, been a homemaker for several years. Her uh, husband recently died, and she's going back to school to improve her skills. I'm, I, I applaud it. Wow. No, I didn't realize you had such a a fondness for educated women. Maybe I'll sit in on this study session. Oh, please do. Absolutely. She pats the seat next to her. It's going to be a threesome now. <laughs> <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> And I pull out a book and start speaking in Greek. And you go, oh. Yes. Your wife claps and oohs and ahs at all the inappropriate times. <laughs> Did you catch that? Could you repeat the last few words, please? Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> Okay, you have a long, awkward, fake study <laughs> session. <laughs> At one point I say, Honey, is dinner ready yet? Uh, no, I, I suppose I'd better go see to that. Excellent, excellent. What are we having tonight? Oh, I was thinking roast beef, potatoes. The usual? Wonderful. Yes. I look forward to it. She goes into the kitchen, puts on her apron, and every once in a while she 
peering out of your eyes. <laughs> I'll just get naked now. Is there a stereotype we haven't hit from the twenties yet <laughs> that we have just um, beaten on? And there's still adventure left. <laughs> there's time. Wait, wait, I haven't beaten my wife yet. That's yeah. true. Well, we have to wait until she burns the roast beef. Yes. <laughs> Oh, wait, I don't. I haven't uh, yelled at my black housekeeper. <laughs> yeah, that might be me though. I'm the money in this. I don't know. Well, I'm pretty rich for a uh, drifter. That's true. <laughs> I just have a black housekeeper following. Me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no house to keep, but <laughs> he's like, "Hey, it's an easy job." <laughs> you just uh, have to dodge a few bullets every now and then. But... Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Are we uh, having more company, dear? Uh, yes, yes. I'm terribly sorry. I should have mentioned my uh friend Ryan is coming <clears throat> over. He's uh, our new accountant, in fact. Oh. We were going to uh, discuss the books tonight. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I have to go upstairs. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the hell with mystery. Let's just make this a portrait of family life in the 20s. <laughs> yeah. Or what our impressions there are. <laughs> yeah. Every stereotype we can find. Yeah. Alright, I let Ryan in. Any luck? Hey, I look very disheartened, and I go, no. Looks like the book's been destroyed. What? Yeah. The old man, I figured he'd try and burn the book, but... He burned the book? He destroyed it. I look just shocked. Yeah. Are you possibly appalled? Like, I, the color just drains from my face. I, I don't... What? Yeah. He destroyed the book. I'll have to I... see if there's another copy somewhere. Do you know how rare the books in that room are? Oh, judging from the looks of it, it was pretty oh. rare. I, I, I kind of collapse oh. my wife's flask out from under the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it's next to yours. <laughs> <laughs> also my, hidden. My spare flask that yes. I don't carry on me. <laughs> Emergency living room situation. <laughs> he, he has at least one in every room. Yeah. Open up the toilet uh, tank. There it yeah, is. Yeah. Keeps it cool and refreshing. Mm-hmm. That's where Homer Simpson keeps his beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I'll do that tomorrow. Though this this day's been one big failure. I'm ready for, for tomorrow to come. Perhaps we should just get going and check out us. Georgie says, let's move the plot along. Yes! <laughs> As this one shot has already turned into at least a two shot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just keep you here all night. Yeah. How far into the adventure are we, by the way? Two pages. Out of, like, 20. Uh... It really depends how quickly you guys go through the, the house in Ross's point. Hey, hey. Like, it depends on how quickly we go insane and or die in the house. 
collapse. That's true. Yes. It, if we go in there completely unprepared, I don't think this is going to take too long. It, it's highly variable, I guess. Oh, really? But we could all just shoot it to death with elephant rifles and 99 handgun skill. I have no reason to bring it. You're free to try. That's well, he said we loosed this dangerous monster <clears throat> in the house that killed someone. That's true. Alright, I'm paranoid enough to bring it. It's a bear. <laughs> they all got drugged up on whatever he threw into the fire, and a bear burst a bear in. And... So they've been keeping this bear alive in the attic all this <laughs> yeah. time. I don't know what it is. Exactly. They take drugs until they... they... Yeah. They bring a fresh supply of salmon and honey. <laughs> <laughs> For these yeah. last 45 years. <laughs> and, they just, and they sort of... One of them they just sort of broke. Bears. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Early form of LSD. Perhaps uh, it was a I'm pregnant right. bear. Yes. What they saw that drove them mad was just bear fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's when uh, you're high, bear fucking. <laughs> you know, we didn't, we didn't put the uh, adult content warning at the beginning of this one, did we? All of our uh, audios go on iTunes with the explicit tag. Oh, We're good. good. Yeah. Excellent. We're fine. So we can talk about bear fucking all we want. Awesome. <laughs> Just a few more times. We need to keep them tasteful. Do, do, do <laughs> move the plot along without me and I take my gun. Which one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. My wife doesn't need a gun. She'll can be fine. Check this. Still recording? I wouldn't want to miss the bear fucking. <laughs> yeah. Another bear fucking. Okay. Captured forever. Yeah. Well... I look kind of surprised at the prospect of actually having to go into a dangerous situation in this. Um, I I suppose we could do that. Um, yeah. Perhaps there'll be books for you to balance. Oh, perhaps. And then I say, let's go. My car's awaiting. I do okay. want to get home before it gets too dark. Okay. You want to just go crazy fast or I'll drive? <laughs> Sand check, 72 blocks. Yeah. You load into the car. Uh, the professor's taking his gun. You've got, you've both got handguns concealed on you, don't you? Yes. Me? Never. Good thing you didn't roll for the police. Yeah, I was just that. thinking I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. But then this adventure would never end. <laughs> yeah. I'd be in jail. Yeah. Yeah, It'd but this great. is the 20s police. If they see you have a gun, they'll just be like, okay, 20 bucks. Yeah, pretty much. I'll use part of my four grand petty cash <laughs> to uh, bribe myself out of it. Okay. Yeah, you pile into the car, and you lay this elephant gun in the trunk. <laughs> like, I go, wow! I think he's uh, making big up gun. for something. Yeah. You know yeah. what they say about big guns? Elephant? Yeah. <laughs> something about elephants? Yeah. Okay. There must be elephants nearby? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where you're going with this. This is an entirely classy game where we don't talk about bear fucking not even once. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, you drive the... <laughs> Chris just said, if there's bear fucking, I don't want to be in if this game. If there's no bear fucking. 
Oh, yeah. if there's no yeah, barrel. Priorities. I, I forgot a <laughs> yes. word in there. You, you yes. forgot the most important word yeah. in there. The valuable, I thought the most important word was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like it is in every sentence. Yeah, pretty much. But what do you do in cases of, like, the fucking fuck? Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> Serious horror. Okay. <laughs> Would you go back to the game? <laughs> okay. I'm going to the bathroom. Feel free to move the plot along without me. <laughs> we go to the house, we conquer. We won. We won. End of game. You're all dead. <laughs> That's winning in my book. <laughs> I go insane and shoot them both and then shoot myself. Yeah. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> we should just pause the recording. <laughs> I don't know if we have any plans. Bring so gun. that's an awfully big gun you have. Thank you. I've uh, I've bagged some serious game with this. Whatever do you use that for? I, I show you to my trophy room. It's wow. just ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Pieces of duck, like mountain. There's a wing. There's just a feather left of this yeah. one. A splotch of plumage. And then there's like a mouse tail. Yeah. <laughs> Found that in the living room. <laughs> this is the neighbor's dog. Yeah. What's it was a of it. This is the neighbor after I shot the dog. Yeah. Went right through. Mm-hmm. This trophy room is entirely encompassing a little yeah. rodents and birds. Yeah. Bits up. Bits okay. up. So we have sufficiently moved the plot along. <laughs> so you get in the car and drive to Ross's corner, yes? Yes! Fully yes. armed up with Eventually. guns. Are you bringing anything special? Besides your guns and... I have rope. Okay. <clears throat> My car. My pipe. My booze. My booze. <laughs> yes, uh, you're all drunk, okay? <laughs> well, I have. I still have the box. I have the okay. key in the deed as well. Well, that'll be handy. I have guns. Okay, more guns and ammo, I assume. Yes. Okay. You drive a few miles west of Arkham to Ross's Corners. It is a small hamlet consisting of a few tired buildings and homes. The prosperity of the farms has long been in decline. No more than 40 people live here. A church and combined general store post office, gas station, and milk depot are the community centers. You don't know specifically where the house is. I, the the I don't. Yes. Does the deed not have the address? I'm sure it does. I don't know what the address system was like in the 20s. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm, I'm sure we can find it. Okay. But the deed... I try every yeah. single door with this key. You know? I ask for directions if we can. Okay, sure. Yeah, you see people around. Uh, the, the woman you talk to seems dour, unsmiling, and just suspicious. She, What do you want to go there for? Oh, well, the owner died, and I'm his accountant. I'd like to go, you know, assess the property's value. For the will and all. Yeah, it's... Two miles up. Take a left. We're going elephant hunting. <laughs> Make me a psychology roll. Everybody? Yeah. 
Uh, half of my psychology. Oh, fuck. I got 44 and my psychology is 75. I got 74 <clears throat> minus 70. Okay. Anyone who succeeded knows this is more than just, just unfriendliness or New England people being New England. <laughs> <laughs> this is hostility. I'm from Rhode Island, I can say that. I thought that was a stereotype until I went anywhere else. Yep. Right. Really? Until you came to the West Coast. And no, found out. south first. The south is even... Florida is creepy friendly. Yeah. Oh, you've never been to Oregon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh my god, Oregon is so friendly. I went down there for like three days, and public transportation is really awesome, so we just use that rather than driving around. Yep. And... uh for the whole three days until about two hours before we left, we didn't think there was a fare on any of their public transportation. Like, you didn't have to pay. Because we'd just get on and they'd be like, oh, hey, have a seat, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, and so we'd just sit down. But up here, you know, if you don't pay the fare on buses, they're like, oh, get off the bus. You can't ride. Right. Like, In Rhode Oregon, Island, they just don't have buses for you to get yeah, right. Right. They don't yeah. care. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, everyone's so nice. In it's ridiculous. Eugene, I, I, I remember very distinctly, I stopped to ask for directions at, I think it was a parking lot or something. Um, and, you know, the woman gets out of her parking lot booth and comes in, has her arm in the window, pointing at the map, showing me where to go, and she's making sure I know and know what the landmarks are, and you know, it was like she was ready to climb in the car and go with me and walk back to make sure I got there okay. It, crazy friendly and helpful. And that concludes this episode of This American Life. Thank you for <laughs> yeah. supporting public radio. <laughs> oh, also, don't move to Oregon. They have really, really crappy, like, self-defense laws. Like, if someone tries to beat you with a tire iron and you punch them, you can go to jail. Move to Texas. Yeah. If you don't like the way someone's looking at you, it's within <laughs> your legal right to shoot them in the head four times. Exactly. My uh, my dad lives in New Mexico, and he just got his concealed carry permit. Um, also in Oregon, you cannot pump your own gas. It's illegal. The yeah. gas station attendant has to do it. Jersey, it's too. It's really creepy. Yes, it is. I had one look at me really creepy because I thought I was supposed to tip him. I've never had someone pump my own ga my <laughs> yeah. gas before. Yeah. And he did not understand what was going on. <laughs> it didn't help that he barely spoke English. Yeah. So. You're just like handing him money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you paid on credit card. What what, what are you doing? Yeah. It was... Like what? You want a hand job or something? Like <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for bringing us back. Yes. So I not was... my fault. Plus he was a bear. <laughs> We always have to make it bear fucking nothing. <laughs> we do now. Can I have one of these orange things? Sure. Okay. Yes. As I was saying, something happened here that has put these people on edge. Bear fucking. No bear fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, something has put them Nick on edge. Nick is now curling into himself in the corner. People are going to listen to this. I know. And they will know the shit that I have to deal with. And they're going to associate it directly with your account. Yep. Send your sympathy cards, please. I want paste. I want paste first. It's good.
children. Teddy okay. Roosevelt has never steered me wrong before, so... Yes. Mm. It's an orange cream. Yep. That's why it's orange colored. She directs you to the farmhouse. Orange and orange cream. To the farmhouse, not the courthouse. Yes. The courthouse. Farmhouse. Farmhouse. Yes. Uh, as we're, as fuck. As we're going along with a buffalo robe and the <laughs> fuck, you know. <laughs> oh, it's a regional expression. The buffalo don't fuck, though. No, no, that's why we're not That's what Buffalo Rick's Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with people shooting them from trains. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, okay. Um, as we're going along, I look to see the expressions on other people's faces. Yeah. They definitely seem suspicious around the strangers in town. Hmm. Does anybody want these olives? Do I see any temples to Dagon or anything? Will spot hidden. Okay. Yeah, that's actually okay. I rolled no. lots under. There, my... There's a Protestant church. It's close enough. I burn it down. <laughs> Go the heathens! Wow. I would right. I'm not even gonna say. It. You know, people are gonna listen to this, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they can infer what I was about to say. Yeah. I'm equating uh, Protestants to cultists of Dagon. That's right. I'll accept that comparison. John R. Aldrich at gmail.com. <laughs> That's where you send those letters. I'm going to laugh if you get a bunch of emails. If he gets a bunch of emails, I wouldn't be impressed by how many people listen to this. We should just turn this into the Mel Gibson tape. Like, <laughs> Jews are responsible for all wars. <laughs> just go yeah. all out. People love that shit. We can get it on TMZ. So many hits. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say this won't get on there? Yeah, I mean, we did talk about bear fucking. Yeah. Oh, that, 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 that's just a little bit of bestiality. Yeah. Common hey. every day. <laughs> hey. It might be just two bears fucking. Yeah. There's it's nothing true. wrong with that. Yeah. Charged a little bit for tickets, you well, know. Unless, of course, it's two male bears. That's terrible. I mean, that's... <laughs> they must be stoned. <laughs> right. Well, they certainly we never could, happens in nature. We could get stoned first. That might help. <laughs> yeah. Bears are not one of the, the animals that actually uh, engage in homosexuality. I don't mm. believe you. They're not. There's a bunch of animals that do, just bears aren't one of them. I, I, bears are too I, I manly for that, that shit. Okay. Maybe if you get them stoned. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna find a way? Yeah. Let's go find LSD and Viagra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's LSD right, Agra. And then just gay mm-hmm. porn playing in the room that they're in. So, right. Back, <laughs> that would, back to uh, the 1920s. I feel we've lost some of the horror. Or at least replaced it with a different kind. <laughs> Nick is again rubbing his you head. You drive to the farmhouse! <laughs> okay. We're at the farmhouse. I understand my character's sense of horror. Okay. Yes. So, that's good enough. My character is horrified that the, uh, um, book was burned. Yeah, your yes. character still doesn't really believe. My He's just a little creeped my, uh, out. My, uh, cousin's just crazy. 
An ancient house sits atop a hill, visible from the road and about a hundred yards east of it. It is of early 18th century salt box design, with a high-peaked roof and windows sealed by sagging shutters. Um, you presume from the design and what you know of architecture from the time that it's two rooms. Probably has a an attic overhead, although there's no windows that open out into it, and would likely have a root cellar below. Uh, a brick chimney comes out of the roof. The roof is bowed, but all of the shingles are intact. When you walk up to the house, you can see on the lintels over all the doors and windows are carved symbols of a strange nature. Do they match the ones on the inside of the sarcophagus? No. No. Don't look anything like that. Hmm. <clears throat> and I assume the front door faces the road. I'm not the house. Does it look... It looks, uh... Does it look, um... Ah, oh, what's the word? Weatherproof. Like, it could still be lived in? It's in bad condition. I mean, the roof is bowed. It's sagging in on itself. Mm -hmm. It could collapse after a bad snowstorm or okay. something. It would take major renovations to make this practical for living. Okay. Go up and Okay. I'm trying very hard not to derail the conversation by newest research. Was it about bear sex? Bear homosexuality? Well, it, uh, well, the thing is, if you think about that for just a moment, you'll find out how hard it is to research that. Yeah. Because link the words homosexual and bear. Oh, yes! Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there is absolutely no way to research this on the internet. There Continue. is a Wikipedia article on uh, homosexuality in animals. It hmm. lists all the animals that engage in homosexuality. Bears are too manly for that sissy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Giraffes, on the other hand. Really? Yeah. Queer as folk. They do have really long tongues. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> so, are you thinking lesbian giraffes? Is yeah, that where you're going? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> right. 1920s. When homosexual <laughs> animals didn't exist. Yeah, no, of course not. Just like today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And homosexuality was a mental disease. Mm -hmm. You'd be put in an That's asylum. That's what's going to happen when we lose our sanity, yeah. right? Electrocuted until you're straight. That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> That's my derangement. So nothing will happen to my character? <laughs> <laughs> so your wife is your beard, eh? Oh, yeah. You're the yeah. only one in a relationship. Just like everyone in the 20s. <laughs> awesome. Well, have you seen the bit from... Um, Oh, which is the Monty Python with the Catholics versus the Protestants? And every sperm is sacred. Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. Every sperm is sacred. We've only had sex once, and we have one child. <laughs> no, anyway. Pressing forward. I'm not cultured enough for that. I'm you sorry. walk up to the front door. Yes? Yes. Roll me a spot hidden. Do I lose San if I succeed? You might. Uh, 62, I have 70. So you succeed. Anyone else fell in the front door? Sure. I'll go with him. What am I rolling? I wouldn't go alone. Hidden. And I'm not in front, by the way. Okay. Are you taking your guns out of the car? I have mine in my pocket. 
I have mine on my back. I will take my smaller rifle. Okay. But not the elephant gun? No. You're not worried there's an elephant in there? <laughs> right. I have a 42 on my spot hidden. I have 25. Okay. My yeah, no. Okay, anyone who succeeds, which is Ryan, spots a carcass in the knee-high grass near it's the door. It seems to be a recently dead raccoon turned over on its back. Uh, the cause of death is immediately obvious. The animal's breast is stained with clotted blood, and a large hole has been chewed into its chest. Uh, anyone who has medicine or knowledge history can make me a roll. Assuming that Ryan uh, points, points this, this out. out. I point it out. Jesus, what kind of animal did that? I Can I roll history untrained? It's 20% base. Yeah, I mean, that's what the base is for. Uh, medicine 18 out of 70. Okay. Absolutely not. No. 90 over 20. 34 over 20. <clears throat> okay. You got it, though? Oh, yeah. The edges of the wound seem unnaturally smooth. The ribs were gnawed apart, and the heart was rather neatly eaten out of this creature. Interesting. The heart was eaten. It appears chewed out, though the edges of the wound are nearly surgically smooth. I am not at all certain what could have caused this. What kind of creature would only eat the heart? That is an excellent question, sir. Perhaps you should roll a knowledge of cult or Mrs. Cthulhu. <laughs> Perhaps you should go into this house. <laughs> no, I have to roll some more. Knowledge of cult? 80 over 5. I have no okay. idea. Alright. Uh, I fail my knowledge of cult. Okay. You have one point of Cthulhu, Mythos. You're the only yeah. one. <laughs> Let's see if I get knowledge of cult. I don't think I ever said that an occult roll would actually <laughs> You guys made that up and started rolling dice. It's true. We did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> okay. You're at the front door of this house. Key? I'll try and lock the door. The key. Okay. Yes. It I'm in the back the door. looking around worriedly. Okay. Have, have we used up our 25 hours of recording time yet? <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> Obviously, we need to talk about bear fucking more. Yeah. No bear fucking. <laughs> the door unlocks. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> is it an old door? <clears throat> yes. Yes, it is. It I open it up. up. Yes, it creaks open. Within the front room, uh, it is dirty and... What are you reading at this time? What? He's laughing, which is making me laugh. Front room. I swear to God, I could get a group of first graders in here, and they would <laughs> sit quietly. There would be no mention of bear fucking. Hey, you can't feed us fried stuff, brownies, and pop and expect us to sit still. Well, remember, I haven't had fat or sugar in, like, three weeks. That's true. (laughs) For the record, I told you. You didn't stop me, though. Was I supposed to tackle you? Yes! (laughs) Okay. Within, the front room of the house is dirty and long untouched. Dust lies thickly on the mantel, and empty shelves, well... Dust lies thickly on the mantle and empty shelves, while dead leaves and detritus cover the floor. The wooden floor is badly warped and stained. 
the result of water leaking through the roof and ceiling. Rot has eaten away at an old couch and matching wing chairs. Perhaps they are the source of the faint foul odor in the room. We need to see everybody's character sheets. Do we get to know what you're rolling? Of course not. He's rolling who dies first. I don't like that grin. He's waiting to kill my character. Hey, someone actually put points in this. Sarah. Mm-hmm. You have a name? Yeah. Hmm. I just don't have a last name. While you are standing in this room, you hear a, a scuffling and noise under the floor, and then a bumping. Oh, listen, Jack. <laughs> yes, oh. you're the only one with any points in it. See, I'm a Pathfinder guy, so I just spot hidden. That's my perception check. I totally would have. Right, but I don't care if I can hear my students. They just jabber on. It's just... So I hear some I scuttling around? I don't yes. like my grade. You hear something scuffling around beneath the floor. Do you hear that? No. Something mm. below us. What are you talking about? I say, okay, I've, I've about had it with this, and I pull out my gun. What are you doing? That's an empty house, man. This probably Have you rats. been through it all? Do you know it's empty? It's probably rats. Not yet, but that's what we're here to see. <clears throat> well, alright then. I'm just going to be prepared in case it's not. Don't point that thing at me. I have no any gun safety. I have it pointed firmly at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is uh, an entrance to the back room. Also, for the record, 1920s didn't have gun safety. <laughs> yeah. They might not have actually had safeties on their guns yet. World War One service revolvers did not have safeties on them. Really? Yeah. You just wow. kept a chamber empty, so it didn't accidentally discharge. I meant the rules of gun safety, but yeah. that too. Yeah, you'll be lucky if your guns have safeties. Mm-hmm. That's a safety thing. <laughs> That's why you have a gun, for safety. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Yes. So, the front door is open behind you. Oh, right. I forgot to buy ammo. Can I do that now? Yeah, how much ammo did you bring with you? Uh, Let's see, how much did I have all throughout the day? Uh, Eight shots, probably... I can't see myself having more than two extra clips. Okay, are these concealed on your person? Well, they're just in my... I have a big, like, trench coat kind of thing, and okay. with a deep pocket, my gun's just basically in my pocket. Okay. I just always carry a bag with stuff in it. I'm carrying a rifle over my shoulder, so I have no problem carrying around a box of 50 yeah, shots. Yeah, no problem, my... but this is what he carries around on his day-to-day. Right. Day. right. Yeah. I don't know what you're expecting to do in a day that you think they'll need to reload twice. Depends on how hard the cops want to be bribed. Yeah. It's not all about, uh, you know, actually hitting people. It's more about scaring them off. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah. So, yeah, you're standing in this front room. It smells kind of bad. Sarah can hear something. The rest of you think she's crazy. I blend The cat is Sarah. about to jump on that stove. I believe her. No olive oil for you. She's all skin and bones anyway. Not at all tasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing? 
not in the giggle. Popeye? I don't know what you were talking about. Popeye. Oh. You know, your very modern Popeye references. (laughs) (laughs) Continuing right along. I'm waiting for you guys to do something other than stand around in the front room arguing about guns. Uh, And whose is bigger? I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leading anywhere. You want to find out what's here? Be my guest. I'm right right behind you. I lead on. Okay. My character doesn't believe this is real yet. Into the back room. Near the entrance of this room is a narrow opening in the floor, revealing a steep flight of stairs leading down to the cellar. A trap door set in the ceiling overhead leads to the attic. Uh, the small wooden frame surrounding it, decorated with the same occult carvings seen over the doors and windows of the house. The back door is slightly ajar, and there is a large fireplace containing embers of a fire not long dead. Hmm. The dust has been kicked up and fresh footprints can be seen. Beside the fireplace, a thick new wool blanket has been tossed, and nearby is an empty can of Campbell's pork and beans. Traces of the sauce are still liquid. Nearby is a penny box. Is a what? A penny box. It's a little box. Mm-hmm. And it is closed, sitting just on a shelf. I uh, mutter under my breath about drifters oh. squatting anywhere. And uh, on the high shelf is an old wooden cigar box and a thin sheaf of yellowed paper. And yes, at least Sarah would definitely notice this as the... Uh, the residence of a hobo. I think I'm more interested in the scar box. Okay. I won't go over there first or anything. I start fiddling with the trapdoor <clears> in the <throat> attic. Fiddling with means... Um, seeing how it opens and beginning to open unless anybody stops me. Uh, it looks like there's a hinge, but there's no ladder or anything for you to stand on and push it up. Oh, so it's an upward swinging yes. door? Not one of the cool modern pull down and the, I don't there's even know a ladder there. Invented, but yeah, it, it pushes up on a hinge, but uh-huh. there's no ladder or anything to let you get up that high. I poke it with my gun. Okay. God shoots it! <laughs> yeah, it creaks and opens a little bit. Okay. okay. So it's unlocked. Yeah. I'll look at the cigar box. Hey, inside. Oh, the cigar box? (laughs) Obviously, we're supposed to open something else. Well, I thought I was thinking the penny box, Mm. but it doesn't matter. I open the penny box. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, The sheets of paper glued on it are peeling in yellow. It looks like old cigar labels. Uh, Inside is a small metal canister containing a coarse brownish powder and a small wooden box with a sliding lid. And when you open it, it has a small amount of a silvery talc-like substance. Hmm. And next to it on the shelf is a sheaf of yellowed papers. Okay, the pages are handwritten notes dated March 1882. 
All the sheets are in a large, flourished hand. Uh, a hand unlike the neat, crab uh, script of Rupert Merriweather. Perhaps this would be Marion's uh, notes. You see six copies of the same thing written in Latin. Perhaps this would be the chant that everybody else is performing. Let's see. Uh, three other sheets identify this chant as having been copied from the book Divermas Mysterious, written in 1542 by one Ludwig Grimm. They contain notes about the book and its history, and comment in passing that the chant could be used to release the spirit trapped inside the ancient amber. The I voraciously read the notes and such. Okay. The tenth sheet includes a description of the pentagram, the symbols to be drawn, and the combination of chemicals to be burned in the fire. Uh, they, the last sheets discuss the ritual and specify a two-hour ceremony begun at midnight to summon the creature. Uh, although the summer ceremony can be performed by one person, Prin suggests the use of several chanters, allowing individuals to occasionally interrupt their chanting without disturbing the potency of the casting. Uh, if the chant is continuous for, few, for two hours, at least one person at all times maintaining the rhythm, then the spirit may successfully be uh, summoned. But even the slightest disruption will result in failure. What was it? Something about it being said backwards? The chant. Like you reverse the chant or something? I think I remember something about that. In what you related to me from the journal. <clears throat> I don't remember that, but... I pull out the journal. Okay. Do you remember that, or am I completely out of my mind? I remember what is in there, but, but I could not possibly not comment like because the, the the quote that you are referencing is Marion now believes that if we had kept our wits, we could have reversed the chant there, yeah, and eventually forced the creature back to wherever it came from. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's too late to do that. Well. The, the pentagram is broken, and I'm not sure that he meant to say the chant backward. What's wrong think, with a literal interpretation? I, I think he means something about reverse the effect. Yeah. Did he not say anything about how to undo this? No, they specify the ritual used to summon it. And they include uh, the descriptions of the ritual and a sketch of the pentagrams with all the symbols to be drawn. Um, can I roll a knowledge cult to see if I can infer anything about how to reverse it? Or Sure. Uh, I get 30 over 25. So, so no, failure. Can I have a look in the penny box? Okay, inside the penny box is stuff. Uh, oh, a half-empty box of wooden matches, a can opener, a dull jackknife, a dirty spoon, a stub of a candle, and wrinkled pictures of various attractive young ladies and advertisements. He's obviously a heroin smoker. <laughs> candle, spoon... And there's no legitimate reason for someone to keep those things. <laughs> yeah, hobo. He's right. 
not like he's going to cook his Campbell's soup and then eat it. Nope. Heroin addict. Alright. Have you heard anything else from down below? Keeping my gun trained on the open cellar. I'm just like scuttling. Yeah? Look, shall we go look at your scuttling rat? I lead the way. I move the gun out from pointing at it when he goes down the... I I unlimber my rifle and load it. Okay. Are you following him or just... I'll follow him, but I'm not going first. Okay. Are you going last or second then? Um, if she doesn't move up behind him, I will. But if she just takes the lead... Okay. I'll be third. How about that? Okay. You get picked off first. Exactly. <laughs> or the last fat guy. One of the two. Yeah. Are you black by any chance? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> black Italian. That's not a stereotype. Roll me a spot hidden. Yeah, no. Uh, 25 over 25. So, dead on? Yeah. You see... Uh, a big man with wild red hair and a beard waiting in the corner, clutching a table leg. As you come down the stairs, he's looking like he's ready to just pounce at you. You, sir, what are you doing here? Is he a cannibal? Ah! He drops the table leg and tries to run past you. Um, I... Push him back with, kind of check him with my gun. Okay, will we uh, grapple? I guess. Uh, are you sure my martial arts doesn't stack with? Oh, that? you have martial arts. Yeah, you can use martial arts then. Just martial arts. <laughs> it doesn't add together. No. <laughs> oh no, I failed terribly. Bad. I rolled a ninety-one. Okay, he ducks past you, tries to go up past Sarah. I'll try. Past Sarah. I scream like a girl and get out of his way. (laughs) I'd hate to see what happens if you see a mouse. Goes up the stairs and barrels out the back door. Well, that was entertaining. Quite the rat. Okay. I continue down the stairs. Nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. You're well, all of us tried. You're, uh, quite the man now. What? Yeah, well, he was really big, and you guys couldn't stop him. Okay, in the cellar is actually mostly empty. There's some boxes and broken furniture and some old, like, uh, jars for, you know, making jams and preserves. So canning stuff? Yeah. Um, but I look around outside for a ladder. Make me a look, actually. Uh, no. What games do you want to And mm-hmm. an idea, too. What 
Yeah, I succeed in that. Okay. My, my, my next idea was to be I was to either move around furniture or use the crates and downstairs. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was gonna say. You couldn't find was, a ladder. I was just it. looking for a ladder because it would yeah. be easier. There's not one, but there are enough crates, and they look sturdy enough that you could make yourself some stairs, essentially. As long as it's not Mister Tate going on. That's right. Yes. Hey, uh, hey, Ryan, help me uh, move some of these boxes here. Oh, all right. Yeah. Do the crates feel empty? Yes. Okay. Put my gun in my pocket and go move some crates around. I'll help them. No, we don't let you. <laughs> yes. You're a woman. You don't do this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you move boxes up to, to make a staircase up to the trap door then? Right. Okay. Easy enough. And I poke my head through. Okay. And then your body falls. Yeah. Be headless. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Success! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Game over. Yes, you stick your head up there, and you just start to hear thump, 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 and you know that it's running for you, but you don't see no! anything. I Make fall. me a dodge. I fall Stick it out of the way. Coming right for you! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. You do not dodge successfully. That's interesting. <laughs> like I said, the body falls. Headless. <laughs> Does he just jump in his mouth and possess him? <clears throat> it's actually just a puppy. Yeah. To lick your face. Yeah. It's the guy. He ran upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to try and go past you. Seven damage. Just claws slash across your face. And they do wow. send you tumbling down your box staircase. Probably into me at the bottom. I am now at three HP. That's almost and, passing out, huh? And the trapdoor slams That's shut. That's dead. Dead is two. No. 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 Dead is zero. Pass oh, out okay. is two. That's right, so you're almost passing yeah. out. Yes. You have deep... Slashes in your face that will probably become permanent scars. I, I hold my hands to my face and scream. The whole time you didn't see anything. What happened? I'm just screaming. I'll pour some whiskey on his face. Oh yes, roll me a sand check. By the way. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was wondering if you would get to that. Actually, I think everybody's going to have to do that. Oh, right on the money. Twenty nine out of twenty nine. Nice. We're all fine, apparently. Nice. Well done. 21 out of 45. 6 out of 35. Okay. (laughs) I just see this all the time. Yeah. People who succeeded on that sand check lose one. Nah. And as the victim of the attack, uh, Sigmund gets to roll me another one. At my new lowered total? Yes. Yeah, no. So I lose an additional two. Oh, oh. And what is 20% of your sand? Because if you lose more than that in an hour, you go indefinitely insane. Uh, yeah, uh, my sand was 29. Okay. So it would be five, six. Okay. So just keep that in mind for future sand loss. Noted. And you always roll against your max, don't you? Or do you roll against your you current? You roll against your current sand. Oh, okay. That's why losers keep losing. Okay. 
You just go into a spiral of madness. Okay. Excellent. The trap door is slammed shut. Yeah. I get up. Oh god, it's killed him! Oh Jesus! Oh my god! I don't fuck, think fuck, scream- fuck. screaming people are dead. <laughs> I just kind of, I'm breathing really heavy. Look and the blood on my hands and the blood dripping. And I- go, oh god, oh god! Hospital! I need a hospital! No, right. And then I grab you and start to haul you out. He's injured! He's injured! I look for the cleanest piece of cloth that is around where any of us is wearing. Uh, there's the hobo's wool, uh, <laughs> wool blanket. That's why I specified it's pretty also, new, actually. In, in addition, it doesn't oh, look really? clean. Yeah, it, it looks new. I will pour some whiskey on your face. Sanitize. Please, please don't. Sanitize. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for the hospital. Yeah, someone can attempt a first aid or medicine check can to I, help you. Can I do that on myself? First aid is 30%. I'll try that. <laughs> yes, you can. Try. No, 98. Oh, God. Oh, you you're going to kill that, him. You? You're going to kill him, and it's going to be hilarious. Take an extra point of damage. As he pokes just one of your wounds. Can I use my medicine to stop him from doing this? Sure. That is very much so a success. Okay, yes. You stop him from (laughs) just jabbing his finger into your wound. We have to stop the bleeding and I just start poking at your head. And we gain three hit points. (laughs) As you banded yourself as best you can. Just wrapping up your head. That's it. We're leaving. Nuke it from orbit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we have that technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Perfect this isn't uh, ending anytime soon, apparently. Well, it might. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we try and leave. You leave the house? Yeah. Okay, you leave. And I go find a doctor in town or a hospital or I, somebody who can patch me up. You will have to there. drive back to St. Mary's at Arkham. That would be the closest hospital. I drive him back. I remember this on the board. <laughs> yeah. You can spend a turn there to gain hit points. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you ever played Arkham Horror? I have not played Arkham Horror. I need to do that. It's yet. long. Okay. But fun. I played Diplomacy for a good 12 hours. We almost got a third of the way through right. a game. Right. <laughs> Arkham Horror is kind of like Cthulhu Monopoly. Monopoly sucks. <laughs> it's more like Cthulhu... I don't know. It's an RPG in board game form. Okay. Yes. To get better at, you would need to be in St. Mary's for about a week before you actually regain any more hit points than that initial first aid. So, (laughs) just letting you know that. Excellent. Well, I have the doctor look over my field aid and, hey, maybe I was a medic in the army. That must be where I learned the medicine. Okay, fair enough. Anyway. 
Neither here nor there. I think it was from yeah. a witch doctor in, you know, in South America. He uses some proper bandages on you and sterilizes your wounds so you don't get oh, infected. Hopefully he yeah. stitches me. Yeah. What, what happened to you? Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Second edition house cat. <laughs> yep. That 2d6, man. Yeah. It's a 2d3. Whatever. A cat. It was a very large cat. We're out in the country, probably a bog Maybe, cat or yeah, some like other a... wild cat. I, I didn't even see it. It just came probably out of nowhere. Should I call the police or something? I don't think that's necessary. Okay. Yeah, he stitches you up, but basically, time will heal your wounds. <laughs> oh. Do, do I lose, like, appearance or something? Yeah. Uh, yes. It says, the victim, if surviving, suffers injuries to the head and face that leave permanent scars. Your appearance drops by a D4. Wow. Come on, four. Two. Aww. Your beard is leaving you, though. Although first she needs to catch you uh, engaged in adultery. Now I can find myself a hot co-ed. Wait, do they have co-eds yet? Yes, but I think only in specific schools. Like, and I yeah. think only specific things like secretary and nurse. And yeah, stuff. only specific programs, I would think. I mean, I'm not well-versed on academia from the 20s, but that would be my guess. <laughs> okay. So it is... Like, that. That's the house cat, I know. <laughs> it's like he's got a D3 on each point. It's like uh, 8.30 at night now, now that you've gone back to the hospital and gotten treated. I'm going home and going to bed to have nightmares. Okay. Shall we uh, reconvene tomorrow? Uh, uh, sure. For more reconnaissance of whatever the hell is in that house. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, can you use your connections to see if you can find another copy of that book? Um, tonight might be a little bit of a short notice, but... Uh, just in general, yeah. I'm highly curious. Alright. Tomorrow I'll do that. I'm going to ask um, you if you have a couch I could crash on. Um, yeah, I actually seem quite relieved at that. Yeah, after seeing that, I don't really <laughs> feel much like being alone tonight. <laughs> um, where would the nearest big library be? Miskatonic University. Well, besides that one. Oh, um... In Boston. That's where I was going to go, basically. Boston or New York. I mean, Boston would be closer, obviously, but New York would be bigger. Yeah, I'll probably try and go to NYU. Okay. We're going to make this like a ten-session thing. Probably. I don't know what you're hoping is in this book, but... (laughs) (laughs) Neither do we. Yeah. It's going to be in hieroglyphics, too. The power to heal all wounds and banish (laughs) this thing from a thousand miles away. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I would like that. The nuke it from orbit spell. 
the only way to be sure is the title of the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly surprised you guys haven't tried burning the house down yet. I well, actually we... considered that, but I figured it would disturb the wards. Well, the wards, wards are useless now. The last person died. It's still there. They're obviously doing something. It's just been there so long it's comfortable. I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whatever keeps it there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you burn it down, it'll start living in your house. Right. No, okay. that's the haunting. I love that one. <laughs> I was asking if this was the one with the bed. Um, I ran an adventure where the party's biggest adversary was a uh, a metal framed bed. Oh wow! It, like the house is haunted, and when they go into that room, it's designed to draw their attention to the window. And if they look out at the bed, launches at them, <laughs> knocks them out the window. They spent a good hour like dismantling that bed, and then they go back. <laughs> And it just doesn't seem to be in the room, but it's hiding against the wall <laughs> next to the door. Your arch nemesis. That's why I had to ask. Is this so old? Yeah, it's That's not, really no. cool. All right. Is that also a Cthulhu pre-made? Yeah, it's the one right before this in the book. Oh, wow, nice. It is like the standard starting adventure for Cthulhu, but hmm. I like this one better. Nice. But there's no bed to launch us out windows. <laughs> there's a thing in the attic. That has mauled me. Yeah. It's obviously a house cat. I mean, house, claws, so it must be cat. Right. You rolled max damage, too. Yeah. I took six. What time is it? 10.15-ish. Going to call Aaron. She's probably not off work yet. Well, yeah, just be sure. Okay, we're still at... <laughs> so we are asleep. Okay, yeah. You I'm crashing on his couch. Through the night. That out of the range of the mind. Unmolested. Yeah. <laughs> they want to hear him talk to Mr. Rucker. Yeah. Tomorrow, I head down. Well, I confer with him, but I, I'm assuming he's going up to NYU. I'll go down to Boston. I'll go to Providence. Yeah. <laughs> okay, make me an idea roll, please. <laughs> Where are you? Oh, okay. Success. I didn't think it had gotten off. Okay. I make it too. Uh, we're still over at Nick and Georgie's. For what he's told you about this book, it is a good 400 pages in archaic, insane uh, Latin. Well, I was just that will probably take you months to translate, even if you could acquire a copy. Here, I don't okay. know how much longer we're Okay, you're, you're going to wait that long then? Yeah. Okay. This thing hasn't moved for a while. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right. I, I, I also think I that my Latin is good enough that I can decipher the gist of a chapter and look for what I want. Yeah, you can definitely give it a, a skim reading rather than a, a full translation or thorough study. Okay, fair enough. So you guys are looking for libraries with yeah. copies of Davidimus Mysteris. Let me find out how many copies actually exist of this book. Dextrogram? Evidently. <laughs> I mean. Okay. 
Okay. And the notes you found in the house, this is what I told you as background of Divernus Mysterious. Uh, in Latin, by Ludwig Prim in 1542. Uh, black letter folio printed in Cologne, Germany in the same year. Suppressed by the church. Fifteen copies have survived. In part, discusses the Arab world and the supernatural things there. So, there are now fourteen copies. Yeah. In the entire world. Awesome. I look for one on eBay. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait. I'll a check Craigslist listings. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I go to another big university to see if they know anything about it or know okay. who would have one. So you know, if I don't, if I can write to somebody other than the Vatican. So you're driving to New York then? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, make me a library use. I'm good at that. Success. Um, you find out in the newspaper archives that a few years back a copy was sold in auction to a private collector uh, who lives in upstate New York. So now we're going to die the cultists. Yes, I am. You guys are. You guys aren't with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, contact info. Anything like that. Uh, name? There's a name. You want to make me another library? You see if you can track them down. Success. Okay, I'm good at that. In the nineties. Hmm? Are you in the nineties? No, I'm in the. I'm at seventy. You and me. Eight, 25%. <laughs> okay, his name is Walter Alzirin. Uh, he sounds like an evil magi- magician. It's probably exactly what he is. <laughs> he lives in an upscale uh, area in upstate New York. And he. A rich evil magician. magician. Yep. Well, is there any other time? He's he important. Purchased uh, the book for a sum of ten thousand dollars. Oh my! Wow. Uh, you can buy it off of them, right? Hey, yeah. does he need his book done? Books done? Write that off as a charity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I uh, attempt to make a phone call to him. Uh, yeah. Someone answers the phone. Hello. Uh, what was his name? Walter Alzirin. Is this Mr. Alzirin? Uh, this is his butler. Ah, excellent. Um, I am interested in speaking to Mr. Alzirin about access to his uh, book collection. I'm a professor from Miskatonic University. Mr. Alzirin does not open his collections to anyone. Really? I've heard that he's actually uh, friendly to scholars of certain persuasions. I'm afraid I'm not sure what you're getting at. I'm not getting at anything. I simply heard that under certain circumstances he allows people access to his books. And what are your circumstances? Uh, Quite private, sir, but I'd be more than willing to speak to your master about it. I'm the keeper of his appointment books, so if you'd like to speak to him, you first must speak to me. May I have an appointment of five minutes of his time on the phone? I will have to confer. 
Let me uh, persuade. Uh oh. <laughs> Not terribly good. You can probably love. Alright, 21 out of 55. Okay. After about three minutes on hold, another voice picks up. Hello? What was his name? <laughs> Walter Alzirin. Mr. Alzirin? That's right. Uh, this is Professor Francis from Miskatonic University. Um, I have information that you are in possession of a, a certain tome that I'm looking for. I have a lot of books. Uh, this one would be De Viris, De, yeah. De Viris Mysterious? I'm familiar with it. Um, would you be willing to allow me to peruse this volume? It uh, has some information pertaining to some of my studies. It would be a great boon to myself and the university. I'm afraid that book is very delicate. I can't just let anyone come in I, here and paw all over it. I assure you, sir, I am a scholar, and I am quite used to handling very delicate books. I would be more than happy to let you supervise. A scholar of what, exactly? Uh, I'm a scholar of medicine and law. Um, specifically, at the moment, I'm studying the ancient Arabic medicines, and I have come to some information that there is a reference to it in this volume. Get here tonight, 8 o'clock. Oh, see what I can do. Okay, can I get there in that amount of time? Yeah, well, you came in the morning, so... Yeah, it'll be tight, but... Excellent, sir. I look forward to it. Okay. <laughs> are you informing your companions at all, or are you flying solo on this? I'm just going. Okay. Ryan and Sarah, your other colleague is gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. I told them I was going to go try and track down this book. I went to New York. Are you doing anything in his absence? Well, unless I want to go check out the book, I don't know what else we can do. He's pretty much got that covered. Do you have any ideas? Well, you don't know. He disappeared. Like, he said, I'm going to New York to look for this book. And that's apparently the last you heard of him. Hmm. Might as well wait till we hear from him. I'm pretty shaken up from getting that. I'm plenty happy to sit tight and not... We'll give him Get a couple of days face. before we try to investigate his disappearance. Okay. The local Arkham papers have an interesting headline that day. Serial killer on the loose? Question mark? Oh. Uh, Why would that be a question? Yeah. <laughs> it seems... It just has a bowl of empty cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some milk. Yeah. <laughs> Spilled, you know, <laughs> haphazardly around it. <laughs> yes, well, you guys should have been faster. <laughs> I go insane and kill everyone. Or possibly slower. Yeah. <clears throat> I go insane and kill everyone. Mm -hmm. Except he's closer to going insane and killing everyone. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, seems a local uh, farm wife from Ross's Corners 
uh, named Maggie McFeerder, uh, was found. Uh, actually, no, she is missing. No one has heard from her in two days. And the mutilated body of a unidentified drifter was found with his chest burst open and his heart ripped out. <laughs> so My mind flashes <coughs> to the raccoon. We go, oh. Oh. Maybe we should just get an army of the mob out there. That's doable, right? Yeah, you'd have to convince them first. Yeah. (laughs) I'd have to roll like a ten. (laughs) Or lower. Yeah, we should go fuck up this monster that's living out way far away from where you are and can't possibly affect your business at all. Let's go to war. So are you guys doing anything whilst your colleague is away researching? No, I'm going to sit tight. <coughs> Sarah? I'll probably be a bit, you know, fidgety and anxious. Okay. Staying in one place for so. a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You keep your appointment at a rather opulent manor house. Uh, the guard at the gate waves you through. Yeah. Straighten your bandages. Yes. Uh, and you were surprised when you're greeted at the front door by a man by his dress you judge to actually be the master of the house. And you do recognize uh, Walter Alzran's voice from the phone. No wonder you were looking at healing. Yes, I had a rather unfortunate incident with a wild cat recently. Wild cat, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> Certainly wouldn't be Dagon. <laughs> no, Dagon has to do with fish. That's true. Yogg's the Thoth. <laughs> so, what do you call this wild cat? Uh, I didn't catch the variety. Yeah, like... it, was, it was quite surprising and dark. Yeah, it looks like a Bayaki to me. Excuse me? You can roll your 1% in Cthulhu bit, though. No. <laughs> Zero or a would, one? Would, would knowledge of cult work? Uh, give it a shot, yeah. No. Okay. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you say kazoo? <laughs> yeah. So, we're all brothers here. What exactly are you looking for in the book? Brothers probably strikes a warning. Right, right. <laughs> Cultist! Told you he's a magician. Oh, I I knew that. I mean, you can tell by his last name. I don't know that my character knows that. Hey, last name, magician. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) you think academic brothers, right? (laughs) Brotherhood of man, (laughs) right? How? On the take would my character be on this? You can make a psychology if you want. That is a success. Okay, you definitely think that you are having different conversations. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 
He's definitely talking about something shady. Like, he thinks you're speaking in code. Right, right. <laughs> um, you actually okay. somehow know their exact code. Yeah. <laughs> How long have we been going? Five What's hours. Time on this? Four or five hours. Oh, yeah, easy. Well, we probably started We have 26 six. hours and eight minutes left yes, of recording time. But what is the top set? Um, three and a half hours. Oh, yeah, actual play. Right. Yeah, around the bear fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you always have. If we're talking actual plot progression, it's been like half hour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, just you guys certainly went an interesting way with this. (laughs) I think that's why I love Cthulhu. Yeah, (laughs) it just. It never goes how it's written in the book. Mm-hmm. I, uh... I'm looking for information on a ritual. A ritual, huh? Yes. What kind? One that has been performed that I may or may not need to reverse. Because it may or may not have been performed correctly. And I don't know. Come inside. I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, oh, the ritual should go like this. Stop! Human sacrifice. <laughs> He's going to cut open your chest and lift your heart. Mm-hmm. Excellent. He walks through the house and down into the wine cellar. <laughs> Good thing it's prohibition. You brought your yeah. elephant rifle, right? Well, alcohol is grandfathered in, so anything yeah. made before Prohibition is fine to have. This, huh, he's, he's actually leading me to his bordello. Fine to have and consume? Or just to yeah. own? Wow. Okay. But, uh... In some states, yeah. you can have a small amount, but you can't grow it or buy it or distribute it. Or, <laughs> yeah. But if it just appears spontaneously <laughs> in amounts under an ounce, you're fine. Yeah. Unless the cops are being dicks that day. <laughs> yes. <coughs> anyway, he pushes against a wall in the wine cellar, and it swings open. To another wine cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is it leads into a circular chamber with doors that go off in all directions. My excellent setup you have, sir. Yes, thank you. I find it saves on prying eyes. Indeed, indeed. He opens one of the doors, and inside is a circular uh, library with just bookshelves that ring all around the wall and a reading desk in the middle. And in it, you see a man just so gaunt and old that it looks like a skeleton with skin stretched over him, with just a long, wispy white beard, and he's wearing these maroon robes, and it's stitched with stars and lines between them all over. Is he the Grand Wizard? He, he looks at you with one eye bulging out, Yes? Is he looking at me? You think so? It's hard to tell. (laughs) Greetings, sir. How can I help you? I I, I wait for a 
I make sure Alzran isn't going to say anything. Yeah, he just gestures. Um, I'm looking for the Vermis Mysterious. Mr. Alzran has been kind enough to let me have access to it. We have it. Excellent. He slides over a ladder and climbs up, up on the top shelf. Flips it out. Scampers down. He's actually a very good climber. Very spry yeah. for an old guy. Yeah. Almost spidery. He just scuttles down. <laughs> yeah. And he lays the book down on the reading table. Now what do you need from it? I'm looking for information on a ritual that was performed. You'll need to be more specific. Are, are there multiple ri- rituals in the volume? There are, yes. This would be a ritual, possibly of summoning, that was performed on a piece of amber. He opens the book and immediately just starts fingering through it with just amazing speed. And he slams it open. Yes, I think this is the one. Yes. Should yes. I be all what's in the notes we have already? The child of Thal, the seeker of wisdom. I show so, you that note. Yeah. You want to call him? I believe he may have already been called, but it may have been partially botched. In what way? I don't know. I need more information on the ritual to find out. He takes out a, just a sheet of paper and just starts to write in a hurry and then tears it off and hands it to you. It looks like the chant you found on the piece of paper and it's got the same pentagrams and symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any, as I scan over it really quick, does it look like there's any new information? No, it looks like they both copied the exact pages out of this book. <laughs> um, I told you it's in the notes we have for Is there any lore information about this that I should know? Um, I'm not familiar with this particular creature. Hmm. Good enough. Cthulhu mythos. He's good at it. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If he's human. Wow. This creature hardly touches our material dimension. As such, no physical weapons will hurt it. Uh, I think magic spells will still work. Uh, It it likes to find sustenance and pleasure, devouring the hearts of warm-blooded animals. Uh, let's see. Ooh. It's the power to animate the dead. Pass through material objects without effort. Unless they're warded, of course. Hmm. That um. what did that to your face? It's seeming more and more likely, yes. Why did you summon that? I didn't. My mentor did. Oh. He's now dead, you see. So you got a promotion then, huh? Yes. <laughs> uh, however, his wards died with him. Yes. Common problem. Um, do you have access 
Can, can you show me the wards? How one reactivates them? My training, unfortunately, is incomplete, you see. Huh. I'm totally getting initiated into the cult. Yes. Mm-hmm. By pretending I'm already in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what were those lessons I should have already learned up to now? You've already learned them, so you see, I'm just testing you. <laughs> I need a refresher course. Mm-hmm. Hey, Wendy. Hmm. Noise, noise, noise. Give me your hat. He draws just a long, thin knife and just cuts down your index finger. How? I hope that was sterile. Oh, it's fine. It's just been in my pocket. <laughs> I hardly cut food with it. Yeah, I shut her. Nobody cuts food, it's like moldy bread, so it's penicillin. Mm-hmm. Or you know, frogs or humans or... Yeah. He pulls out another sheet of paper and... Jams your hand on it. Oh, you want the good stuff? Of course. He starts guiding your hand, making these symbols. Repeat. Alkoth, Malane, Alkoth, Malane, Tuzai, Tuzai, Alkoth, Malane. Alkoth, Malane, Alkoth, Malane, Tuzai, Tuzai, Alkoth, Malane. You start to feel this. this Power brewing up inside you, and it's just—it's flowing awesome. out through your blood, and you know it's just—it's coming on this paper, and it's just becoming this this prison. And uh, use three pow temporarily. You get those back when you sleep. Well, no, it's got magic points. That's it. So three magic points. How many magic and points? Uh, you have magic points equal to your power. Okay. And lose two sanity. Awesome. I gain a spell. Yes. Yes, you do. Uh, you gain the spell, uh, Bind Seeker of Wisdom. That's oddly specific. They are. They There are individual binding spells for every creature, basically. Wow. Excellent. Now, is there anything else you need? Not at the moment, sir. I appreciate your time greatly. Mm-hmm. Hurry back. I shall. Stop being in a cult film for you. <laughs> yeah. Very well, it seems. <laughs> Such I'm, nice people. I'm <laughs> curious as all get out. I bet. <laughs> and I bow to the old man. If I were rich, I'd make a donation, but I'm not. Try getting rid of that wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and next time, duck. Yes, 
Excellent advice. Thank you. <laughs> and I... Is uh, Alzran still around? Yes, he was watching this entire thing. He's got a smile on his face. I turn to him just to for him to lead the way out. He follows. I hope that was enlightening for you. Extremely. I am actually very glad I came, sir. Yes. You are welcome back, especially on the solstice. Noted. I will make every endeavor to make that appointment. Yes, I hope you do. If not, we'll be looking for you. (laughs) You said you worked at this university, right? (laughs) Yes. And I continue on out. Okay. Wave goodbye. (laughs) I feel a little loopy. Someone's a lot better at gathering information than I am. (laughs) It is 10.40. Do you want to call it for the night? Uh, If you like. I don't know when we will be able to continue this. Whenever we want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, we will call it there then. (laughs) This one shot. Yes. (laughs) Good thing we only did a one shot. Yeah. This one shot that has gone (laughs) off into this wild tangent. (laughs) We're all just going to become cult members. This doesn't seem like that much of a tangent.